Hello, everyone. We should be live. Hello. I think. Hello. <laughs> You're such a source of positive energy. Actually, I don't know. I shouldn't use. Okay. Well, people know you. You give. You make us feel better. If I say positive energy, people think I'm into woo and stuff. Energy doesn't have positive and negative. Yeah. But you are. Um, you know what I mean. Positivity. I mean. Yes, yes, yes. I give up the okay. good vibes. Yeah, the vibes, the vibes. I don't know what that means. You just <laughs> there should be better, better vocabulary around these things so that we don't mm. encourage woo. Anyways, give us, give us uh, somebody in live chat. Give us better how to describe this better. Um, hi, is everyone? Do you have our audio? How's everything? Is our audio good? Can you confirm so that we can start the news? Merry Christmas, everyone, or happy holidays, depending on yes. whichever will piss off religious conservatives the most in your area. So whichever greeting will accomplish that, that's the greeting I'm giving you today. <laughs> um, yeah. And guess what? Yes. This is the 200th Atheist Republic News episode. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. How did you know that? That's amazing. Because we count. We count them. It's at the title of our notes for every show, Orman. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, that's good. Okay, yes. Actually, I like the way that people are just uh, saying this. So, so yeah, um, to, Christ to Christians, happy holidays. To everyone else, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yes. But if, yeah, especially, especially to the Christians who get offended by happy holidays, to those Christ Christians specifically, Happy holidays. And right? to the right wing uh, Hindu mobs burning Santa. Merry yes. Christmas. <laughs> yes. Okay, cool. Um, wait, what are we doing? Yay, 200. People are saying yay, 200. Guys, I would not know any of this thing if Susanna was not here. This is why we need Susanna <laughs> on the team. Like, I have no idea that this was episode 200. Thank you. We've been doing it Thank for you. a long time. Yeah, wow. you have, you know, I joined last year or two almost yeah. two years ago. And still, I don't know anything about <laughs> how everything is done after all this time. <laughs> this is why, yeah. Um, <clears throat> and okay, cool. no, but the most important holiday of all is, of course, Arminus. Well, no, Newton was born on the 25th as well. So, yeah. So we should say Newtonus. Newtonus. Well, yeah. happy birthday, Armin, and happy Arminus to everyone else. Thank, thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> we don't oh, celebrate thanks. Christmas in this household. We celebrate Arminus. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I was I was born on Christmas. Jesus was not born on Christmas. Um, but more conclusion. Important, you are the true savior of mankind. <laughs> <laughs> but more important than both of those mofos, Newton was born on December 25th. So, yes. <laughs> Our Lord Arvin was born. Okay, cool. Anyways, we should we should actually start talking about the news. That's what we're here for. We yes. almost yes. Yeah, we just had to get uh, those announcements and pleasantries out of the way. Yes. A lot to yes, celebrate. Yes. So we're going to discuss oh. this will be the last news in 2021 and it's the 200th episode. I feel like that just puts a nice bow on everything. Yeah. Okay. 
Look at this. Susie looks cozy and more. <laughs> I am because it's cold here. Freaking yeah. cold, man. <laughs> okay, heathen's greetings. I like these greetings. Um no, I don't like this one. I know, I knew that was gonna trigger you. <laughs> yes, no, 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 no. All right. No, thank you. No, no, no thank, thank you. you. No, thank you. Uh, none of that ethno-nationalist stuff. Okay, cool. Can we clap for the first news? Um, I want to because it's the first news, but it's actually really bad. <laughs> okay, first news. Um, oh boy, first news. I'm going to use okay I'll, no first news hindu nationalists evoke yahtzees in violent oath make india a hindu nation when i'm saying yahtzee i mean the bad people from world war ii but i can't say that because of youtube being sensitive but we all know what i'm talking about on december 21st several videos surfaced showing prominent uh, Indian figures, including a leader from the BJP, the ruling party of India, calling for citizens to attack Muslims. These messages were being spread from two separate events in Delhi and Hardivar on December 17th and 19th, respectively. In one video, Shuresh uh, Chavhanke, the editor-in-chief of Sudarshan News, can be found saying, quote, we take an oath and make it a resolution that until our last breath, we shall fight, die for, and if need be kill to make this country a Hindu nation. Uh, Yati Narsing Han Nan. Oh, that's a tough name. I'm just going to call her Yati Saraswati. The head priest of the Dasnan Devi temple is seen in a video suggesting that Hindus should produce more children to counter the Muslim population. Anapurna Ma, secretary of Hindu Mahasabha, oh man, encouraged the crowd to take up arms. She remarked, if we become soldiers and kill two million Muslims, then we'll be victorious. Okay, YouTube, I'm reporting the news. These are not things that we believe. We are simply talking about things that other prominent figures have said. Okay. It's crazy. Yeah. Just to show you how widespread this is, there's some of them even here in the live chat. Somebody who calls them. Oh, there was Hindutva Susanna, and now there's Hindutva Armin Navabi saying, oh, yeah. well, keep crying. Hindus are waking up and reclaiming what belongs to us. Oh, so, geez. Like, we have, we have people who are celebrating this. Like, well, thank you, whoever you are, for being here. To demonstrate that there, you know, that there, that there's so many of you that there are even leaking here to our live chat, guys. I don't even know if I could show. It, it, are they are they going to do the salute here? They the are straight up doing the salute in this video. The the artist, Can I even show this on YouTube? I don't even know if I could show this on YouTube. Um. Well, I think it would be useful to. We could just read it. Um, I think, or, or you could just have it visually playing in the background without the sound. No, but like, can you like, would would showing the Yahtzee salute on YouTube get us like banned or? I don't think us... it should because we're reporting what happened. I don't want to. Have you watched the video? N no. 
Oh my but god, I, it's so crazy. Guys, is it like safe? To, okay, hold on. I have to look at this up. Can can you show the NAC? Katie is saying people are calling this quote unquote hate speech. I think this goes much beyond hate speech with direct calls for genocide. It literally is. It literally is that. So there are so many. Um, oh my gosh, there's so much to unpack. Um, okay, I'm going to show it. Okay. You think we can? Because, I mean, there's so many National Ge Geographic. Of like documentaries of World War II, people doing like yeah. I mean, it would, it would so be so. Guys, we're we're reporting like guys. If we get in trouble for showing this, you guys have to help us like undo the strike, okay? Like because we have to show this to you, okay? I don't know what else to do. We're not like supporting this, so I don't know what YouTube is going to do to us, okay? Uh, let me see. Okay, I'm not going to play the audio, okay? Because should I read the caption? Yeah, probably. Hold on. How do I? Hold on, just me, give me a second. Maybe I'll I'll bring up the full screen version of this. Yeah, I think um, so. This was obviously a huge story. Like people were flooding my inbox asking that we talk about this, and I think it's really important to talk about this um, because even this was even reported in the New York Times. Like, and unfortunately, a lot of times these kinds of incidents in India don't get international coverage like they should. Um, and so I was really surprised to actually see this reach as a, the desk of the New York times. Um, do you want to go ahead and I can, I can read the subtitle. So the subtitle starts off with, we all take an oath, give our word, make a resolution that until our last breath. Wow. Um, yeah. By the way, I can't believe there are multiple people in the live chat that are actually defending this, okay? Hinduism people in the live chat that are actually supporting th this action that we're showing you right now, okay? But yeah, go on. I mean, it's a full mask-off moment. No, this is actually very helpful. People think, like, this is, like, for, because, like, we have been messaging so many people. Like, I've been trying to get more people to pay attention to this. Um, I've been trying to get, like, uh, left wing, left leaning YouTubers to pay attention to this. Mm -hmm. I've been trying to get like some, Wash. yeah, like Wash. Um, like I'm gonna and yeah, I'm I'm gonna message other people as well B because like and sometimes people think we might be exaggerating. Like I'm telling everybody, like if you're worried about right leaning uprisings, um, as you should be everywhere, right? Like I'm not trying to dismiss how important it is to be, be mindful of that in like North America and Western Europe. But like, if if that is your concern, and if you consider yourself somebody that a global activist, well, the biggest rise of right right leaning ethno nationalist you know movement is happening in India, and people think like maybe we're exaggerating a bit, or maybe we're being racist towards Hindus, but you can't like when you see like we, like these people we need these people to expose themselves like this so that we could be like, okay, like, do you think we're exaggerating now? And it's, it's not like this, this is a fringe group of people. It's like, they're doing this and there's wide support for it. People are like celebrating it. People are like, yes, finally, we're brave enough to uh, show this to the world. Like, yes, please do so. So that we could like tell, like, so that we could use this as a warning. Like this is the most, this is the second most populated country in the world. And it's being dominated. And this is like this ideology 
is not just some some people in the country. This is the dominant ideology that the most powerful party that is ruling India right now is is abiding by. You know what I mean? Like Modi is based on comes from the school of thought. These are these are people who vote for him. Like, well, it's yeah. Go on. Prominently, and this was very acute, like accurately pointed out by the New York Times. This has shaken a lot of people, and this has been a huge red flag to a lot of people. Modi has been completely silent on this. Right. Where is the condemnation? When these are his, this is his base. Okay, so a lot of people might think like, oh, this is similar to Trump and right-leaning people uh, in the U.S., um, like far-right, right-leaning people in the U.S. voting for Trump, right? But this is like 10 times worse, right? Like these, these people are genuinely asking for mass genocide, right? Um, and Modi has even a history of being involved in, you know, Again, I'm not going to say these things because on YouTube right now. Um, but anyways, let's get actually to the story. Let me. I'm just going to read the full quote of what they yeah. say, and then we can just okay. play the footage in the background. So the full quote is, we take an oath. Okay, YouTube, this is me reporting other people, what they say, okay? We take an oath and make the resolution that till our last breath, we shall fight, die for, and if need be, kill to make this country a Hindu Rashtra loose translation a hindu nation so the guy giving this speech even tweeted out this video of this himself proudly Mm. so saying the lion the lions and lionesses of hindu yuva vahini taking an oath for hindu rashtra he blasted that to like half a million followers so he's like completely you know, they're not hiding this at all. He's like, he tweeted out, like, look what I did, like, proud. But let's just show the footage in the background. And I can pull up some other quotes from the other um, hate speeches that happened within, like, two or three days. Wait, do you want me to play the audio as well? No, um, I don't think so. I mean, it's not in English. I kind of, I think, like, it gives some, it will give some, um... Let me, guys, let me know if you have the audio. Do you have the audio? Because I yeah. think it would give some. Okay. <clears throat> um, we are going to read the comments in the live chat about this. Look at this. The video got, got like a, a, a million, two, uh, 200,000 views. This is, this is going viral. <clears throat> Oh, did you read this part? We will fight and die, and if required, we will kill as well. These are be, like, be, like when I say that like, these people challenge India's uh, secularism, 
Um, <laughs> I think we're past that red line. Yeah, like, no, that's an <laughs> understatement. Yeah, like this is not like this is not like challenging India secularism. This is like I, I'm just directly asking for a theocracy. <laughs> We will not hesitate a bit to make any sacrifice at any cost. To complete this resolution. Our Guru Dev, our teacher, our goddess, Mother India, our ancestors give us power. Give us victory. And then yeah, hail okay. Mother India. Um, we do need to address some counter, um, some, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I do want to. Uh, uh, saying, "I see Yahtzees." Yes, I do want to highlight. Uh, I, I, there are a lot of comments I want to highlight, but I want to highlight somebody who disagrees with us on our takes on this, just to be able to make sure make sure that we yeah. highlight opposing Before opinions. Before we as well. get into the uh, uh, comments, could I read some more quotes from other speakers okay. to give like a more full picture of other things that were said? Um, so another speech by this uh, Yati Saraswati said, economic boycott against Muslims will not work. No community can survive without picking up weapons. And swords won't work. They look good only on stages. You need to update your weapons. More and more offsprings and better weapons. Only they can protect you. And she went on to talk about how even if she has no weapons, like she's a tiger and she'll use her claws to like kill people. Um, there was another one saying, um, we are ready to, okay, YouTube again, this is not what we are saying. We are reporting what other people are saying, um, from Anapurna, uh, we are ready to kill them. Even if we end up in jail, even if we have an army of 100 people and we manage to kill 20 lock of them, we will win. So basically saying, um, you know, oh, okay, even if we only have like so many people who are running, like only a hundred people that are willing to get, get this militant, if they can take out this many people each, you know, we can be quite effective. And then there was another speaker who said that he wished that he could have followed in the footsteps of Mahatma Gandhi's assassin to shoot the former prime minister because the former prime minister, um, uh, Manhon, Man Man Mohan Singh made comments um, saying that the minorities should have the first claim to resources in the country. So he's like, if he if he had said that around me, I I would have followed in the footsteps of Gandhi's assassin. Hmm. Unbelievable. All right, so I do want to address the. There's so many comments that I need to. We need to, like there's already fourteen comments that I start that we need to highlight. Okay. Yeah, let's go for uh, it. Okay, so here's the first one. I want to start with the opposition. Hindutva Susanna. Oh, where's what happened to Susanna? 
Okay, so I'm not going to highlight this one first because I need Susanna back here to be. Oh, there we go. You're back? Yeah, sorry. All right, let's address this one first. Sandu for Susanna. Hindutva Susanna is saying there are some fringe groups without power. There are many elected Muslim members of parliament given direct genocide threat. Look at Asa Rundin Owasi. Okay, so this is a, a Hindutva Susanna. This is a classic case of what about them? Okay. Um, I don't know if you guys have any other tools in your uh, basket of ways to get back at people with when it comes to seeing all these far-right ethno-nationalists with all the like there's like this the widespread calls for violence abuse and genocide by all these hindu from mob like that you're seeing in india is your is your response to it is going to be constantly going to be but Muslims also, like, is that going to be your standard response always? Is that all you got? Because with that excuse, all sorts of horrible things could be justified because somebody else somewhere did something similar. Like, like this is a very dangerous, this is a very lame, very stupid, very childish, very uh, fallacious and immature way of reasoning like how pathetic do you it's have because to be you have no legitimate defense of what they're saying so you're trying to push it onto other people which by the way we would also condemn and you're saying these are such some fringe groups without powers these are chief ministers there are leaders in the bjp at these meetings let alone the fact that the ruling party doesn't condemn this this isn't fringe what are you talking about this is widespread in India right now. I don't know what you are. You guys asleep? Like, what are you talking about? What are, what the hell are you talking about? Where are you? Like, like you're just making excuses for the most powerful party in the in the one of the most powerful parties in the world being responsible for some of the most evil rhetoric out there, responsible for making the lives of a high number of people on this planet more miserable, destroying everything about what makes India great, namely its democracy, its secularism, its freedom of expression, affecting, um, you know, one billion people on this planet. Like, I don't understand how you could dismiss all of this negative negativity, you know, uh, with, with just like, oh, but Muslims also. Like, is, you're talking to a group, to us, we highlight, we highlight every goddamn religion, every goddamn religion on this channel. Like for like, even if there was a channel that only focused on, you know, problems with Hinduism, it was that they would be justified because that's what they want to focus on. But you're talking to us. We every time like something major happens that is Islam is responsible for, we highlight that. Like, how ridiculously stupid do you have to be to for you to come to us and be like, is, well, Islam also. Well, congratulate. Is that your standard? Is that your standard? Like, you basically pick the lowest standard on the goddamn planet, and you think, like, as long as you're above that, as long as you're above shit, you're good. Like, that's how low of a standard you have. Unbelievable. Pathetic. Um, let me just quickly. 
Do you want me to you read this? Read... Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. I'm also f finding new comments because I, yeah. So. Nobara is saying note all the major leaders are either Brahmins or Baniyas, both upper castes. At the very worst, the leaders would be Rajput. Dalits and backwards castes will never be leaders. That's actually very interesting. I there's um a piece I've been meaning to read about this guy who was Dalit and he joined the RSS because he of their supposedly espoused anti-casteism and he was very into Hindu nationalism until he realized that the meals that he would make for his RSS leaders would be thrown out as soon as he they walked away from him they they still wouldn't eat from him so after that he he did some soul searching and research. And then he decided not only can I not be part of our RSS, I cannot be Hindu. Hmm. I think, well, actually, no, I can't get into that. That's a big topic. Um, what was the next comment? Um, Katie is saying Hindutva today even vilifies our former president who was a Muslim and a scientist who was, who at the time was supported even by BJP members, but now he, they say he was a secret jihadi. Well, why am I not surprised that that tracks? Everybody, everybody who disagrees with the takeover of India by this Hindutva ideology is a secret jihadi. Every single person, okay? And that's what they've ridiculous. Um. Yeah, Dia is saying they're so dramatic. Seventy nine point eight percent of the population crime persecution. Actually, it's <laughs> interesting you should bring that up. One of the people at the party actually, I, I one of these hate speeches literally did say we are eighty percent of the population, but we are still losing because they, meaning Muslims, breed faster. So, I think it was a woman who was saying that. So she was arguing that Hindus need to have more children because they s somehow think even with an 80% majority Muslims are going to overtake them somehow which I feel we're like gonna, that have to take a we're like, gonna, we're gonna you like, know way what? longer we're going to we're going to help out the Muslims um by making sure that at some point atheism grows in India so fast that Hindus start worrying about atheism growing more than Islam so that they're target, so that they stop targeting Muslims, <laughs> right? So that, no, there you because go. Because then they'll be targeting the atheists with this shit. I don't want them to target anyone. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Plan foiled again. <laughs> um, Rudresh is saying people are already are people are ready to do what about us quickly before condemning this. I know Islamists in India like uh, Owasin also called for violence but this is also dangerous yes like we don't like incitement to violence no matter who it comes from so trying to like get a do a gotcha with us being like oh this muslim was inciting violence we're like yeah that's bullshit too but you don't have an actual defense you're just deflecting um uh, atheist on YouTube is saying videos like this justify the creation of Pakistan as a separate state nope. for Muslims. Pakistan is not totally Muslim. Islam was used as a tool for independence. Um, I disagree. No, I think I disagree as well. the creation of Pakistan was a pro project to, to benefit upper, upper caste and elite Muslims at the cost mm. of lower, ca no. lower caste Muslims. Yes, or with a complete Hindus. a complete disregard for them, only using them to 
give the appearance of representing Indian Muslims broadly in a desire for an independent state of Pakistan. Whereas yeah. many lower caste Muslims actually firmly rejected the two nation theory because they knew that it wasn't actually for them, that they were being used. Mm -hmm. Also, uh, Islamizing Pakistan and what's the Hindu version of that? Hinduizing? I'm just going to make up a word. Hinduizing, I like that. Hinduizing India is more became more possible when you separated Muslims from mm -hmm. Hindus. I think it was it would be more um, possible to, for you to promote secularism if more Muslims and Hindus like on, on a more even number like more co closer to 50 50 percent had to live with each other then the project of secular uh, secularizing that united land would have much higher motivation probably at that point right it is it, yeah so it would All be harder it, whether it's in the muslim community wherever it's in the hindu community the hindu muslim dichotomy is used to distract from the true atrocity of caste discrimination and violence that happens across religious communities Right. Um, there we go. Um, Katie is saying the government ha also suspends members of opposition from parliament so they can easily pass certain bills. They are way beyond challenging secularism and democracy. Yeah, I don't... Oh, Rudresh is saying what effing sacrifice are they doing? All sacrifice is done by our soldiers, farmers, and workers. Good point. You have a good point. Like, how is it a sacrifice to murder your fellow citizens? Um, secular rarity, wait, oh, they were saying that this is the death cult nonsense. Uh, yeah, Nobara is saying that. Brahmins, Baniyas, and Rajputs were the leaders in this call for... Oh, no, we already said this. Okay, okay. I just want to read this for myself and respond oh to God. it. Um, this is another case of Whataboutism by Hindutva Susanna. Um, he or she is saying there are 54 Islamic nations, but... Uh, but not one Hindu nation. I mean, you, you're trying to make Hindu nation. Well, I, again... Why would um, you want your country to be like these Islamic Let me just respond to this, Susanna. I just I highlighted this because I wanted to respond to this, okay? Hindus, Susanna, there should be zero Islamic countries and zero Hindu countries, okay? Countries' identities should not be based on religion, okay? Uh, countries' identities should be based on serving all of its citizens, regardless of their religion, okay? Civic and it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter how many other theocratic or as religiously based countries there are. Just because other people, other nations are crappy, you don't have to be like, well, other countries are shit. So let me flush my country down the toilet as well, because other countries are also garbage. Let me just destroy my country and make it a religious one because other countries have also been ruined. So why not? My, why not? Why can't my country be shit? Other countries are shit. Why can't my country also be shit? Go ahead. Make your country shit then. Hindutva Susanna. What the hell are you doing? You need to try to be better than them, not join them. Idiot. I'm like, man, why you got to drag my name into this? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Katie is saying there are also people saying at the event that if they don't have weapons, they their paws are enough to kill. Yep, that's true. 
uh, Katie is also saying, uh, whoops, Owaisi oh, oh, is is like a Muslim version of Hindutva. He is bad, but pointing to him to distract from Hindutva is so purely what a battery, I don't even know what to say to that. Yeah. Um, and Sri Harsha is saying, this fringe group, Vishwa Hindu Vahini, was actually for founded by a, a prominent BJP leader and chief minister of Uttar Pradesh, Yogi Adityanath, oh, really? our favorite. Yes. Oh my God. So you already know what how that's going to go because he is a bona fide hate mongerer. Yeah. So, so not so fringe <laughs> after all, I guess. Um, yeah. Oh, thank you. Anyways, I really had to highlight the comments and the live chat today just so people could see what, how pathetic the opposition to this point of view like there is no like i tr if there are any good arguments against what we're saying here i'll try to find it and highlight it but there are honestly there isn't really <laughs> this no is one hindu for armor navabi is saying india was shit india will be great again when it becomes a hindu nation again and then secular ra rarity is just doing an arrow and saying <laughs> lol this guy <laughs> no no I'm, I'm glad that you're here hindu for armor navabi because I want people to say to see how pathetic your arguments are. You're you're just you sound exactly how we expect a far right loon to sound like. You sound you guys, like a freaking Yahtzee. Yeah, like I, you guys are, and I don't know how they sound so similar. Like when you when you find far right people in you know North America and Western Europe, and in the Middle East, uh, in India. They all like they're all morons, but they're all morons in a very simple like they have no arguments, they all have this appeal to strength. You know, I always get this picture of like a like beating, like, oh, me strong, me, me, like our people, our nation strong, our tribe. Will I'm a lion, I'm a lion, <laughs> I swear, I'm a lion. We're like, booga, booga, me, me, smash, me, smashy on you, me strong, me manly. Like that's just that's uh, <laughs> that's just the that's their argument. Like they have, there's no logical reasoning. Is it just like we strong? That's all. That's all they have. Like it's just this, and it also comes from this crisis of identity, of actually being pathetically weak. You know what I mean? Like the reason why this ha they have this obsession over like we are very strong is because they know how pathetically weak and uh, dumb and like like they know that they are nothing. So they mm -hmm. have to try to pretend they have to make up for it by trying to pretend that they are so strong. You know, well, what I mean? what's so interesting about like insane far right types is that they are simultaneously supposed to have a glorious past from which they draw upon permanent strength. But at the same time, they are the most persecuted by minority groups. Right. You see this across far right ideologies, across cultures. Like usually it's the the J people, um, the, the children of Israel and Abraham, you know, who are the the scapegoats. Here it would be the Muslims primarily, although it's also the Christians often. Um, so how can you be so strong but absolutely crippled by populations that make up a minority of your culture? <laughs> it's so crazy. Like so strangely, but like what, I'm why so is strong, it, but then also why? like they're hurting us, they're destroying <laughs> everything. It's like I thought you were strong, bro. What happened? 
but why is why is it that they're so like right-leaning loons are um so similar like why is it that they are like it, it's not like they're directly copying from each other you know like why is like i think there's this appeal to maybe like i don't know a crisis of identity and appeal to strength and tribalism yes, it is there must that that must be like something it is because of within a, human in in the uh, substituting for genuine accomplishment they draw upon a collectivized um nostalgic past for identity because they don't actually have things to bring forward as great accomplishments themselves so yeah. they collectivize their personal identity to be part of something greater because they have nothing the 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 you probably had stuff happen to them throughout their life that caused a bent towards um uh fear because like people who have there's a word for it that i can't remember but more inclined towards fear or more inclined they're more inclined to be attracted to authoritarianism and also just a, a lack of of um genuine accomplishment in their own lives because when you've actually achieved something through your own success you don't really feel the need to call upon these like collectivized identities because you're like that's actually doesn't speak for me i speak for me um, Nobara is saying you didn't read my full comment. They were primarily asking Dalits, tribals, and other backward castes to drop books and pick up weapons. Upper castes will fly to the west. Yeah, yeah I, I guess I see what you mean. Um, okay, I, I can't tell if this is a troll. Like, the fact that I can't tell if this is a troll um, or real. Aquamarine is saying... Leftists crying that Modi has become dictator, but we Hindutva want him to become dictator and make India Hindu Rashtra, but he is not doing that. Yeah, I can't tell anymore. I can't tell anymore, dude. Like, but the, fa <laughs> the, the fact that I the the fact that we can't tell if it's a troll or not shows how you know how far we've gone. Guys, I spent like three weeks thinking that Hindutva Susanna was a troll because their comments were like so stupid. So I thought it was a parody of a Hindutva person. And then I realized that no. it's not. Like, it's it actually made me upset that it wasn't parody because it was so st like mind numbingly stupid. It's crazy. Okay, can, can you guys in the live chat, can you help us to uh, figure out if this person is a troll or is this real? We can't tell. Like, I don't know. Like, we really can't tell. Hold on, let me remove this. Um, also, this is very interesting. Last comment, I think. I was reading about Gandhi's assassin, Godse, and he, it seems he literally felt Well, like, just for reference, uh, for people who don't know, um, Gandhi's assassins was from the RSS, which is basically the same school of thought that these Hindutva people come from. But yeah, go on. Well, and also Modi used to be part of the RSS. Um, yeah. I was reading about Gandhi's assassin, Godse, and it seems he literally felt emasculated by the then liberal policies, which made him join the RSS and assassinate Gandhi, which speaks exactly to my point. Mm. People who have emotional vulnerabilities and personal failings are the ones who are drawn towards this because they need to substitute having an actual sense of self and accomplishment, particularly men who um, uh, proving their adequacy in a society is extremely important. 
Yeah. All right, let's move on. But yeah, so this is this is um, worrying, but also thank you for making it easier for us to warn the rest of the planet about how bad things are in India. Like this is this is makes our job easier. So yeah, like literally giving the Zeke Kyle salute. Like it doesn't get easier than that. Yeah. So thank you for that. <laughs> Like this whole idea, like when we like look how far we have come, by the way, like when we started all of this, Susanna, like when we were like saying like like a year ago, like look how far we've come in one year. When we were talking, people like, guys, you know, this India, Hinduism, Hindutva is like a worrying thing. Like they have like blasphemy laws and, you know, they're going after Muslims and people like, nah, Hinduism, Hinduism is peaceful. It's a, like it's like no, it's the Abrahamic religion they should be worried about, and we were like, uh, like real, like guys, you you might want to have a second look at this. And now a year from now, a lot of people are like, the the rest of the world has like starting to wake up to the idea, like, oh, god damn it, god damn it, there's like this this is kind of scary stuff. Oh happening. yeah, it was we're a like, full full mask off moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, okay, can we clap for the next news? Yes. Okay, great. Next news. Next news. Satanic Christmas display predictably sparks Christian outrage. So this was just like fun little news that I like. It's always, it's, no, I always, it's probably something good if it's, if it ends with Christian outrage. But yeah. Yes. Yes, just just something after a heavy news like this, I thought that this would warm our heart. Um, <laughs> on December 20th, the Illinois State Capitol Rotunda featured a holiday art display from the Satanic Temple. The temple, a non-theistic religious group that promotes reproductive it, it, the temple is a non-theistic religious group that promotes re reproductive rights and the separation of church and state. On the 25th, they celebrated the holiday of Sol Invictus, a celebration of quote, the celebration of being unconquered by superstition and consistent in the pursuit of sharing knowledge. This year's celebration featured the quote-unquote satanic deity Baphomet, depicted as a swaddled baby, similar to the Jesus in a nativity scene. The Christian community in the area was outraged hearing about the theme. Catholic Bishop Thomas John uh, Paproki of the Diocese of Springfield stated to the State Journal, Satanic displays, quote, should have no place in this capital. The Satanic Temple attempted to invite Bishop Paproki to the unveiling of their display. However, in, the bishop refused. Lucian Graves, the co-founder of the Satanic Temple, in response to Paprocki's refusal to attend, stated, Our real message is to re-establish pluralism. It doesn't mean that people with opposing viewpoints should have to be in conflict. Where's the picture? Why, why don't we have a picture here in this article? Oh, wait, I can find a picture. Give me a second. I know, but why is not, why, not in the article? Okay, well... I don't know. Um, I mean, we're talking about something so visual, and yet we don't have it embedded in the article. That seems like a major missed opportunity. Um, yeah, I found a picture. Is this the picture? Um, well, that's, you can't really see it. Wait, if you scroll down, you can see... Hmm. 
you can oh, kind of go. see it right there. See, it's like if a little baby goat, it well, like the Baphomet was like a little baby. It's very oh, small God. though. It's so why it's would... so creepy looking. It's so creepy looking. I I make it so ugly. Make it pretty. I don't know. Make it epic. Okay, fine. Whatever. I'm not going to... What's it supposed to be, you know? Instead of baby Jesus, it's baby Baphomet. Yeah. It's just unfortunate that you can't make a I would, goat so I, cute, would, I guess. I would make it a cute and cuddly little baby goat. Not like this. That's what I would do. Well, Baphomet isn't fully goat though it's just like the head and then the rest is he has okay human but you features. could still make it yeah you could still make it cute and cuddly <laughs> a little plushy a little plushy like, baphomet yeah like it's a baby what the hell is this like i don't i think like it's a christian perspective of everything satanic to make it look ugly and you know dark dark and deformed or like something like nasty right i've i want the satanic temples perspective on that be to be like oh all those ugly images of satanic symbols that you've seen that's the christian perspective of it look at our perspective of it this is actually cute and pretty so well, why would you like this is like for me this is a christian rendering of bath you know i can't even say it bath i did i say it right? right close enough close enough um I think like they could say like, look, the, our version of it is something sweet, nice, beautiful to look at, cuddly. Look at the fuck! What the hell is that? It's ribs. Yeah, like, this thing, it looks like it's gonna die in half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but here's the thing, Armin. I get where you're coming from, but they want Christians to be upset by this, right? That's that's what they're looking for. Yeah, because they, they be want them about it if, to realize be more upset how if you show him cute. I don't know. I don't know because they want Christians to realize how out of place religion is in state spaces, right? And playing into the dark and traditionally satanic is one of the best ways to do so because it actually gets the reaction they're looking for. Whereas the flying spaghetti monster, I mean, it's a cute little ball of spaghetti and meatballs. Like it's not going to get, it's not going to uh, deliver that point in the same way. I don't agree because. The Christians lost their minds over the cute coloring books um, that the Satanic Temple was handing out in schools when they when they allowed religion in school, right? Mm. When they when when the the case over not allow, uh, not allowing religion in school lost, the Satanic Temple was like, oh, we're allowing religion in school. Then here's a, here's some Satanic coloring book, um, mm. and it was and Satan and everything and it, over there was really cute. Everything was cute and cuddly. And the Christians lost their minds over that, especially especially because it was cute and cuddly. Because they were like, uh, they were like, you know, this is going to it's more likely to get our children brainwashed. Like they think, like okay, so like Christians are going to look at this. They're like, when they're like, the Teletubbies are... is satanic. No, no. Okay, listen. Let me make my point. At least some Christians might look at this and be like, okay, my kids are safe. Okay. Because my kids mm. are not going to look at my kids are going to look at this, and they're, they're going to look at Santa and elves, and they're going to choose Santa and elves and the cute little baby Jesus and the nativity scene. That's what they're going to choose. My kids are not going to choose this monstrosity, obviously, right? <laughs> so, so they're like, okay, we're safe. 
right? But if if the if this baby was cute and cuddly, they would panic more. They're like, okay, my kids are not safe. My kids might actually like this cute little goat, whatever this thing is. They might like it, okay, because it's now cute, okay. So that's why I'm thinking like, make it cute, make it look at our blast. That's the whole point that that's why our blasphemous art at atheist like a lot of people like think like our blasphemous art should make Muhammad and Jesus look ugly and um, you know evil. We don't do that. We make Muhammad look really good, right? And we make Jesus and Hindu goddesses. We 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 draw them nice. Okay, we make them look nice. Anyways, that's my philosophy. Anyway, you know, it's it it did get the reaction that they were looking for though, because there was yeah, yeah. a um I there was this estate senator who had the craziest response to this. So first of all, when they were installing this, there were a bunch of onlookers who were chanting prayers and they had banners saying Satan has no rights. Be gone, Satan. <laughs> Satan mm. has no rights. Um, How and, dare you? How dare you? Satan has no rights. Wasn't Satan the first being that fought for human rights, even though he himself was not a human? Now the same humans are saying Satan... Like the first human rights activist was not a human himself. The first human rights activist who tried to save humans from the bondage of, of God. I was thinking Iblis has almost said Allah. Um, <laughs> um, from the bondage of God was Lucifer. Like God, Yahweh was lying to Adam and Eve saying that this fruit will kill you. And mm -hmm. it was Lucifer saying like, Nope, it's going to make you as knowledge is going to make you as powerful as God Himself. And look what happened who was yeah. right? Like it was Lucifer, so he saved the human race by you know from that prison named Eden. And this is the thanks it gets like he's fought for your rights, and now you're saying he doesn't have any rights. You, it's, I mean, really spitting in his face. No, but right. I wanted I wanted to read this. So also in attendance okay. was Republican state senator Darren Bailey and his wife, Cindy. In a Facebook post, Bailey, who is running for governor of Illinois, said, quote, I met with other prayer warriors at the Capitol to pray for our state. Bailey also linked the, uh, the social policy to the temple's installation. Quote, we have been we have all been appalled by some of Springfield's ex evil and extreme legislation. But just when we thought it couldn't get worse, they are going to allow a satanic display in your rotunda at the Capitol, he wrote. So it, I just think it's so ridiculous. Well, I mean, I shouldn't be surprised the way that the GOP is going nowadays. But civil leaders should understand that they have just as much of a right to do this as any other religious group. It's insane. But there was also um, the lawyer who publicly advises which displays can be allowed to be erected. He actually wrote an op-ed about this whole situation, and he specifically declined the bishop's request to reject this application. He refused to reject it. He said, I do not want to be able to tell someone their beliefs are offensive and may not be expressed in the Capitol building, nor do I want to live in a country where government officials have such power. So shouts out to that lawyer. He actually wow. knows the freaking constitution. Amazing. Unlike this Maybe. senator. Yes, <laughs> that's amazing. See, this is why as much as crazy politicians we have in the United States, the fact that the base layer, like there are some laws and you know, there's a constitution that has some 
reasonably good foundation makes it very hard hard for these like right-leaning lunatics to be able to i mean it's not impossible but it makes it yeah. very difficult to steer it out out of the direction of democracy and secularism and all of that stuff again i'm not saying there's no problems but i'm just saying it's, it's a little bit more difficult like it's, and it it's really good... funny because there were all yeah. these people protesting and so and they were like oh you know i'm sad that the bishop declined our invitation but the satanic minister he said um what better way to show unity than to welcome those who oppose us in the spirit of coming together this holiday season so they're like protest of him they're like we're coming together this holiday season look they came together for that. Read, read ghost bunny is saying please. only my religion should have freedoms gop unfortunately yes I don't know how anyone can be a Republican. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. Um, I mean, people join the BJP, so there's that. Yeah. Um, do you want to highlight anything else while I get the next news? Um, let's see. People are just Satan rights matter from secular rarity, given the devil horns. I think <laughs> to end this news, we should say, Hail Satan. Hail Satan, exactly. I love how some people take us seriously when we say that. People are like, I thought you guys don't believe in Satan. <laughs> like, oh my God. <laughs> hail Satan. Hail, hail yourself. Satan. To that, I say, Hail Satan. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, can we clap? Oh, no. No. Never mind. I don't even have to ask. Next news. Next news, seek sacrilege, man beaten to death for attempting to steal holy sword. On December 18th, a man aged between 20 and 25 attempted to steal, steal a ceremonial sword during prayers inside the Golden Temple in Amritsar, India. The sword was kept next to the Guru Granth Sahib, Sikh, Sikhism's holy, holiest book. According to witnesses, he attempted to strike the holy book with the sword, which is considered sacrilege. He was stopped by security and, and was being taken back to the office, but the devotees overtook control from the officers and beat the man to death. His body was left outside the gates of the temple. The identity of the murder victim remains unknown. Such attempts of sacrilege happen often at that temple and get swept on the rug without capturing the perpetrators or this is what a lot of people say just three days prior to this incident a man was handed over to the police for allegedly tossing a holy book into a, the pond which surrounds the temple punjab mp uh sukbir uh badal said since no culprit was ca caught in the last five years they were emboldened meaning the people the mob that killed this man what the hell? Yeah. If you scroll down, you can actually see video of the guy um, trying to take the sword. Really? You have video footage of the guy trying to take the sword? The They were doing prayers, and it's broadcast like 24 hours a day. Or it's it's on CCTV whenever they do this. So this was Wait, being... I need to get the... There's no... Is there any violence or anything that YouTube could get us in um, trouble with? No, not not bad enough to get us in trouble. You just see okay, him jump okay. the jump the railing, get the sword, and then people pull him out. Okay, I need camera. a full screen version of this then. Yeah. And this man, wild. this man that actually try the man that tries to do this eventually, um, off off camera. Apparently, he was beaten to death. 
So this is him before dying, and he died for doing what we are about to see. Yes. What just happened? So off camera, he grabbed a sword. People say Where? that he put the sword through the Guru Granth Sahib, which, for those who don't know, is, I believe, the holiest text in Sikhism. But it's more than just a text or a holy scripture. He's a guru actually, himself. It's believed to be the living guru. So it's living like, guru. It's like he was trying to actually put a sword through their like leader. Um, so like so for people to understand it's like Christianity say, this is like oh the gospels are inspired by God and the the Muslims are like no the Quran is the direct verbatim word of God um and the the, the Sikhs are like oh and the Hindus are like the Vedas are came from the fabric of the goddamn universe it predates the world and it's just like it was like is in just like hard coded, coded within the fabric of the universe, right? But the Sikhs say our book is a is a living thing, like it's a it's a person, it's a it's a guru. Okay, it's like it's alive, it's alive. Okay, so okay, so everyone has their own weird version of why their books are sacred. But so I didn't see what happened though. <laughs> Wait, what happened? There's you nothing... just see him jump the barrier. You can kind of see him grab and fling the sword. See, do Whoa. you see that blade? That was, a, yeah, that was a swing. Whoa! I yeah, saw yeah, 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 yeah. What was it? What was it being swinged at? Like, I don't see the. Where's the book? Reports say that it was at the book, which it was supposed to be um, off camera. Look, is that the sword? Yeah. Okay. But the sword itself is a holy object. Yeah. This guy is so chill. Oh, he's yeah. Like, he's not stopping for anything. Like, somebody just swung a sword and he's just like, I don't care. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, like almost no reaction. Right. <laughs> um, but what's really interesting yeah. is that, well, one, at the latest reports, they see that this man still hasn't been identified. And two, so we don't even really know what motives are, why he might have done something like this. And also, the man who was murdered for this sacrilege or blasphemy, um, he is getting booked for attempted murder. They are booking the murder victim for attempted murder for trying to swing the sword at the book. What? Wait, he's already yes. dead. Yes. And okay. And the reason why they're calling this attempted murder, because legally Is, they actually recognize the book as a living person. That's what I was reading in reports. Wait, so the law actually takes the fact that this book. Well, I mean, the, the claim that this book is a living person so seriously that they are charging a dead person with attempted murder? Okay, I don't know if the law recognizes the Guru Granth Sahib as a person, but there were reports from officials saying that we are going to file attempted murder charges against this guy who is since dead because the Guru Granth Sahib is believed to be a living person. 
are treated as a living person. So I don't know if it was just I don't I don't know if it's the law recognizes this or just these this precinct or whatever is doing this. Yeah. But, but I was some, reading some people about that. Basically, some people within the legal system. Uh, yeah, may, so maybe I was exaggerating when I said the law. Okay, I was, should say some people within the legal system are like, oh, yeah, this was attempted murder. This this is a guru. <laughs> like, don't worry. Don't worry, Mr. Book. <laughs> we got to get the bottom of this. We got to. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We have, by the way, for people who don't know, we have blasphemous art against, um, you know, Sikhism. You know, we have mm -hmm. like, given that the, this book is actually a living person, we assume that also just like every other living thing, it must, well, living conscious thing, it must have its own kinks, right? So we managed to find its kink and we managed to let him enjoy the, his kinks. And we have, blas you know, Sikh related blasphemous art. Um, we should not I believe prepare that, that, art, for this. that art is titled uh, Seek Foot Fetish. Yes, Seek Foot Fetish. So go look that up. Um, and also for any Seek person that is butthurt over their, you know, over any blasphemy against their living guru, make sure they receive our art. Okay. Make sure they see that we have art. Um, you know what was really interesting when I was thinking about this news was that. I can only, and this is pure speculation, but I can only assume that the man who did this was mentally ill. Because why would you go into this space, do this with no exit plan, when everyone knows that they do not effing play with this kind of thing? They don't play. They take it so seriously. Like... I feel like you would have to understand and know that this is what's going to happen to you if you do this kind of thing, because everyone else seems to understand that. So I can only—I'm just led to the conclusion that he must have been out of his mind. Um, like a few months ago, we covered the story where, um, a lower caste man was lynched to death for running off with the Sikh book or alleging allegedly doing that. And then he was just strung up and hung on the edges of the farmers protest because the Nihang Sikhs who are like the warriors, they went after him and just lynched him. And you know what happened to that guy? They also filed a blasphemy case on the guy who was murdered. Then they filed, they filed a blasphemy case against a murder victim. Yes. Hmm. Amazing. This is so progressive. It's it's really interesting to me. Well, actually, this was this this was only this was one of two incidences of men being lynched over Sikh blasphemy this week. We're gonna cover the second one later in the the news episode. Um, and uh, the reactions to this and what the different calls to action about how people want to address this is really interesting. So basically there are calls to make a, a deeper blasphemy law in Punjab specifically um, because they allege that this just happens way too much and that it's not taken seriously by authorities and it's not stopped. And um, so that's what it, it kind of is, is a similar mode. Um, 
attitude like in Pakistan where they're like, well, authorities aren't doing this. So we'll feel emboldened and legitimized and validated and taking it upon ourselves to handle the, these blasphemy and sacrilege situations as we see fit. Is there any attempt at like arresting the people who murdered some the guy? Um, at this time, I'm not sure if anyone has been arrested for this man's death. Like, Most are they, the do they seem more motivated to find was... like? Are they more motivated to like go after the dead people rather than the people who actually did the killing? Like, do they seem more motivated? Uh, that's what it appears to me. It's really, it's really hard to, you know, it, you know, like people throw away the word backward countries. Sometimes you feel too loosely. Um, you think like, oh, you just say it's backwards because you're like from a first world country. But when you see how often like the solution to things is just to, you just say, oh, we're just going to kill you. <laughs> like, like you just like, you get like, is this like, where is this? Like. God damn, like, I don't feel, like, how do you even feel safe just walking around this place? Like, like you just gotta, you just gotta murder a guy? Like, just, like, I, I just, I just feel, like, what year is this? You just, like, how, how do people even live like this? That you could just, like, oh, yeah, you're, you're gonna die now, I guess, because we're offended. Like, oh, it gets know, so right? much worse in the next story <laughs> about oh, that no. happened this week. Okay. Well, when we talk about the next story, it's not only what happened, but mainly the reactions to it from public officials that we're going to cover because it gets mm. intense. Um, Rudresh is bringing up that. Um, where was it? I do it? have a lot of comments highlights. Um, highlight. Yeah, Punjab and Uttar Pradesh elections are coming up, hence, political parties don't do ish about this and Hindutva. Yeah, a lot of people have been pointing to the fact that um, there are elections coming up in Punjab. And, you know, I really need to do more research myself personally about the relationship, particularly in Punjab, of the Sikhs to the Hindu majority of the rest of the country. Because situations like this do seem to be treated very differently than they do in other parts of the country. Like, sometimes I feel like Sikhs maybe get special treatment, but other times they're treated worse. So that's something I need to learn more about. It's both. It's both. Yeah, definitely. That, that's what happens when you have a, you are a minority with a lot of power. You get treated as you get privileged and treated and discriminated at the same time. Um. <clears throat> so let me actually highlight a few comments really fast. Rudrush is saying everyone condemned the sacrilege first and then the lynching only after backlash. Yeah. Obviously, the priorities should be over pieces of goddamn paper than human lives. Like, yeah. pieces of paper. Oh, my God. That's important. Human lives? Me. Not so much. Um, Katie is saying, Punjab chief minister has recently said there's no evidence of sacrilege in at least one or two of the cases. Yes, we're going to talk about that at the next news. Or when we talk about the other incident that happened. Um, Rudresh is saying Navjot Sindhu openly called. Oh, wait, nope. We're going to talk about that in the next news. So that's a spoiler. Okay. Um, Katie is saying, I think it was the other case where he said that there was no sacrilege. I don't. Yep. Okay. Again, next story. Oh, sorry. Um, and Rudresh is saying UK Labour MP called it Hindu terror without knowing any of the details. Never apologized for her bigotry. 
Well, that'd be interesting yeah, to look into because we actually just, don't know anything about like so far reportedly we don't know anything about who this guy was besides he was like in his early 20s and wearing a yellow like headscarf yeah like okay if it looks indian then it must be hindu this is <laughs> so many foreigners think oh god damn like hey it looks it looks indian to me <laughs> how could it not be hindu <laughs> Okay, good. <laughs> All right. I mean, I don't know if this if this is true, but I I, I can I can see how it's possible. Yeah, I can tell. Um, I can Katie is saying they believe the book to be the final eternal. I can't talk. Final eternal, eternal. guru, and can mm -hmm. never be changed to any extent. Yeah, which makes well, it like almost, less of a person. I can almost promise speak. you that over time it has changed because all religious texts have changed. <laughs> You know, it's, and like I don't know, I know Sikhs would won't say it, but to them, gurus are treated like gods. You know what I mean? Especially when they make it, especially when the guru is not a human anymore; it's a goddamn book, and it's eternal, and it's a living thing. I mean, just say it's a god. Like just, just say, just say it. Just say this is our god. Okay? It's kind of you know, it's kind of exactly how uh, Jewish people treated their god and carried it around, and you know. Um, it's kind of like animism, totemism. It's totemism. Yeah, it's very similar. Oh, um, D is saying I saw so many people defend this killing. What? Uh, how? <laughs> like they already have punishments for this in Punjab, like for the situation. Like let the police handle it, but they don't think the police are going to handle it, so they just kill the guy. It's wild. And Katie is saying mob lynching is way too common in South Asia. Unfortunately, yes. Okay. I have a I have to address this. I'm gonna read this and address it at the same time. Okay. The unknown apostate is saying Sikhism takes a lot of roots from Islam. This could also explain what it, why it is hostile towards criticism. No, the unknown apostate. It is true that Sikhism takes a lot of roots in, from Islam. But that's not what you need for you <laughs> to be sensitive about criticism. The fact that it's a religion, it's enough. Like you don't have to have to, you don't have to go as far as like, hey, I see the reason why they're so hostile towards people, you know, towards blasphemy is because of their connection to, uh, to Islam. Show me religions that haven't been hostile to criticism. Are you serious right now? It's a religion. It's a religion. Okay. Religions are hostile towards criticism. You don't need to like do like this connection, like, oh, here's the connection to Islam. That's that explains everything. The fact that it's a religion explains everything. Okay. Um, okay, cool. Let me. Do you need to, do you need to highlight anything while I get the next news? Um, no. Okay. Did I? Am I highlighting the correct? Yes. I thought the next one is India. Okay. Okay. So to the news that you said that it was India related that's coming later. That's later. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, can we clap for the next news? Um. Yes. Let's clap just because it's important update highlighting an issue, not because we like it. Next news. Next news. Blatant injustice for imprisoned Nigerian atheist activist Mubarak Bala. So 
this is an important update on his case. Uh, December 22nd was the 600th day the Mubarak Bala spent in police custody. Bala, an ex-Muslim atheist and president of the Humanist Association of Nigeria, was arrested at his home in Kaduna State on April 28th, 2020, for allegedly insulting the Prophet Muhammad via social media. He was taken to the Muslim-majority state of Kano, where he faced blasphemy accusation and charges from religious figures. Prosecutors claim that Bala confessed to the crimes while imprisoned, while his attorney was not present. Even though Nigeria's customary constitution punishes blasphemy with a possible two-year sentence, in regions where Sharia law is applied, blasphemers are punished with death sentences. Bala has already spent nearly two years incarcerated, but has not yet faced trial. James Ibor, Bala's attorney, said that Bala has been denied access to health care, kept in solitary confinement, and forced to, quote, worship the Islamic way since he's been imprisoned. How could they, like, do this? Like, do they not respect their own goddamn laws? Like, like no. Like, no. Like, I mean, is there no consequences in Nigeria? I mean, Nigeria is not like every other... Nigeria is the biggest African country, like by population, right? It's like... I think so. Yeah, it's going to be one of the top five population worldwide at some point, I think. I think it's number six right now. Yeah, and it's going to grow even, like it's going to... That ranking is going to increase. Like, And it's also a major sort of like economic force. um, And... It's going to be like and like how could the how could the law work like this in Nigeria? Like, this is a country full of you know skills and experts and you know a lot of people, a lot of expertise, a lot of like educated people come out of Nigeria, and there's a lot of potential. And this is the legal framework that is supposed to work on. Like, you could just randomly against your own standards, against your own constitution. Just be like, yeah, no law. Like, the, for how long did he ha- not have access to a lawyer? Does he have access to a lawyer now? Now he was kept without a lawyer for, I believe, between six to nine months. They I'm didn't like, know like, if they didn't know if he was alive for eight months. Yeah, but like, like how? Like, you like? Okay, it's one thing for you to have bad laws. It's one thing for you to have laws. And your own legal system just ignores it. Like there's nothing stronger. Mm-hmm. There's no no more effective way for you to dismiss the legitimacy of your own legal system, where the laws that you have on uh, that you're supposed to abide by, your own legal system denies them, just ignores them. Like you cannot be taken seriously as a country when your legal system denies the its own laws ignores its own laws like you you're not like you can't sit at the adult table when you when you act like that like you Seriously. nobody can you can't be trusted you can't be like a, a stable le- legal structure is the foundation for a for people to have trust with another country for you to know how things work for people to be able to do business migrate become citizens have relations other countries have relationships with you send talent accept talent like that's the framework where stability of a country is founded upon and then you just you yourself if other people ignore that it's one thing but if you yourself if your own legal system ignore it you're just basically showing how unstable your entire country is 
Like, I don't understand. So I wanted to give... I want to give a specific update. So he was supposed to have a hearing this month to move forward. But then midday on the day of the hearing, all of a sudden his lawyers received words that the hearing was canceled. And the justification was, oh, the judge had eye surgery the day before. And so they just moved it again. So they're continually um, just doing repeated adjournments and and just continuing to move his hearings back and back and back, refusing to acknowledge the case. He was held without charge for over a year. And he he was denied access to his legal team for more than five months. He's been repeatedly denied access to medical care because he has hypertension, not to mention in the middle of the disease that's going around. And um, in terms of, oh, do they not follow their own laws? The Kano State Police Commissioner repeatedly refused to comply with an order issued by a magistrate requiring the police to grant Bala access to his legal team. And the Kano State authorities have failed to comply with a ruling for the Abuja High Court that determined that Bala should be released on bail. So the High Court is saying, you haven't charged this man, you have to release him on bail, blah, 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 yada, yada. And they're like, no, we're just going to keep him. reportedly in solitary confinement and reportedly also forcing him in into confession and also forcing um him him to pray forcing him to pray is that like part of the legal structure that like oh yeah you know you like you have to pray islamically because like is that like is that part of the law or is that just like just them being in just being intuitive just be like, hey, we're just being creative here. <laughs> and it's it's really difficult because there's um, here's a quote from the article that we wrote: the treatment of pre-convicts is not spe- necessarily specific to Bala, as just twenty eight percent of prison inmates have been tried and convicted of a crime, according to the Nigerian Cons- Correctional Service. Twenty eight percent are tried and convicted. Well, so there's obviously a lot of issues. Like that, there are many aspects about this that is certainly motivated by the fact that he is an atheist, that he is an ex-Muslim specifically, and this can be well evidenced by the fact that um, I personally have seen Nigerian police officials talking about how they will take it upon themselves to kill him because he insults the prophet, right? Um, but even beyond the specific, um. Uh, motivations against him there is this issue of such a low conviction rate of people actually reaching trial um shuvo was saying the idea of a free-thinking atheist slash non-religious person being granted human dignity is something that a lot of countries are unwilling to accept that's unfortunately very true okay Suzanne, i'm gonna highlight something and i'm gonna respond to it you have to let me respond to it because sometimes you don't let me ages okay so rebecca is saying the U.S. is in deep shit because because after I said that if you don't have a good legal, if you ignore your own laws, you can't be taken seriously. Rebecca responds by saying, then the U.S. is in deep shit because it ignores its own laws routinely. Rebecca, that you're so full of crap right now here because, uh, first of all, what about them again? Okay, every time how self-obsessed so many Americans are or so many Westerners are when they can't just last for five goddamn minutes without us like 
showing how ridiculous the laws of another countries are without them having to bring it back to the U.S. by saying the United States is also horrible. That one, so congratulations of doing one of the most ridiculous cases of what about is them. Secondly, as as bad as 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 common as of um, it is for you to find examples in the U.S. legal systems of cases that went bad or people that were unjust you know, unjust, uh, unjustly treated or judgments that were wrong. The United States, I know like if you're a leftist, some of, for some of you leftists, it might be hard to hear, okay? Um, if we don't condemn every goddamn thing about the U.S. or just constantly say that the U.S. is evil and almost everything that it does. I know this might ha- be hard for you to understand or hear, but United States has one of the best legal systems on the planet, okay? It has one of the most just and one of the strongest and one of the most reliable with all its flaws, with all, and there are plenty of flaws. There are plenty of flaws, but it is still one of the most reliable and just legal systems on the goddamn planet, okay? Okay. And it's not even comparable. Like imagine, imagine in the United States, you were like, like you had a case like this, right? Where somebody was kidnapped for blasphemy by the police, was not able to have access to a lawyer for up to, for close to a year. Just like nobody knew if it was even dead or alive. Okay. With no access to a lawyer for blasphemy. And was forced, forced to pray, right, as punishment. All of this at the same time. Like, find me an example of that. Like, it's not even comparable. It's ridiculous to even suggest something like that. But yeah. Um, <laughs> I wanted to quickly highlight that um, I put it in the live chat. Wait a second. Um, that Humanist International has a campaign where they are um, raising money for Mubarak Balat's defense. So I put the link to this in the description um, at justgiving.com slash campaign slash free Mubarak Bala with hyphens in between. Um, so please consider um, donating to this. Humanist International is an extremely reputable um, humanist uh organization and um they do insanely good work and they are basically the one of the primary people taking up the cause of mubarak Bala's defense and they are who i go to first to um see what the updates on his case are um so please consider donating to this and i would also highly recommend that people check out this article that was just released by um the associated press because um it was called non-believers across africa risk freedom and family support and this is partially what our article was based off of because i was um, impressed and very excited to see the issues that um african atheists face highlight in such a big publication as the associated press so they interview mubarak Bala's wife they interview his legal team they also interview other people like um that are involved in atheists of kenya or even leo igwe who Armin and I got to talk to last year about the case of Mubarak Bala, an amazing Nigerian atheist and um, humanist. And um, I think 
it's really important that we highlight the issues that atheists face in Africa specifically, because like this article gets into, they say that basically to be African, it is assumed that you are deeply religious. And to not be religious and to actually reject faith is by seen by some people to reject your Africanness. So we really, I feel really compelled to, um, highlight what African atheists go through and stand with them um, against the discrimination that they face. You know, I'm so glad to see this on AP because, you know, a lot of people, we went through a phase where a lot of people assumed that talking about atheism and people being mistreated for their lack of um, religion was just like, cringy atheist reddit talk on um you know you know on social media or people just trying to be edgy um and people who thought that they're like superior or extra smart for just being atheists and just wanted to take part in the victimhood olympics that was the perception a lot of people had because uh, atheism did go through a cringy phase on phase on you know social media as well i mean it was inevitable um but like coming out of that i'm I'm glad like this like it's being taken seriously like it's not like you know just because you meet like cringy atheists online doesn't mean that like non-believers are not being mistreated um when you see like such a you know ap highlighting it like that it gives you hope that maybe like this will not be ignored because it is guys we we're not me and Susanna we're not trying to take part in the victimhood Olympics because we me and Susanna are fine okay like we're not trying to be like oh poor us atheists look at us feel sorry for us atheists me and Susanna we're not facing any of this we're like we're like we're completely secure okay like so like we're not trying to you guys make you sympathize with us, okay? But it is true for other atheists that they're one of the most ignored groups out there when it comes to the mm-hmm. level of threats and oppression that they face. Like almost every other minority group gets more attention than this group when when people come after them. I'm not saying, and I'm not saying those other groups shouldn't get their attention. They should, okay? But if you go after Muslims, Hindus, Buddhists, Jewish people, to the same to the extent that you go after non-believers, there are institutions, organizations, fundraising campaigns, um, advocacy groups. There are just there is a major backlash, and rightfully so. Again, rightfully so. Good for them that they are that there is a that they make sure that there is a backlash. But when it comes to atheists. We just have to rely on hopefully AP will cover it because we don't have strong advocacy groups, okay? Uh, and again, this is why you have to support organizations like, what was the other one? Humanist International mm-hmm. um, and, and and also Atheist Republic, okay? Because we are trying to be the backlash that doesn't exist when they go after atheists, okay? So mm-hmm. please help us out. Um, and um, secularity is saying, speaking of, did you know that Atheist Republic has a Cape Town-based YouTube channel? Yes, speaking of highlighting and amplifying African atheists, go check out the YouTube channel, uh, Atheist Republic Cape Town, where 
started by people from our Cape Town consulate highlighting um, not only atheists from South, South Africa, but actually atheists across Africa in general. In fact, um, Dean, who runs the channel and our Cape Town consulate, recently told me that they are going to be expanding not only from English um, videos, but they're going to be expanding to Afrikaans language um, content. So that's awesome. Mm, that's fantastic. Um Asian American is saying Armin is checking his privilege. Well, I can't just claim <laughs> that I'm a leftist. I have to act like it as well sometimes, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, okay. No, it's it's really true though. Um I think it is important to highlight that like we're fine and that this isn't something that we claim for ourselves, but because we are fine, we take that opportunity to highlight what other people are going on going through wait the, uh, uh, they came the that the youtube channel they had they did they had leo they had leo igwe yeah oh i love God. leo guys go check, go check them leo out go check them out is one search? of the most inspiring atheist activists i've ever what should people search to? for on youtube to find the channel just atheist republic cape town okay guys search for atheist republic cape town to find the channel okay uh, do or they cover if you're on our youtube channel you can go to our channels tab and you should find it easily Mm -hmm. And would they cover um, atheism and religion-related stuff mostly focused on Africa? Yeah, they, they mostly interview African atheists just to talk about okay, their experience. Okay, so if you're interested in Africa and atheism at the same time, that's, your that's the channel for you, okay? Cool. Hey, music guy being a fantastic mod and put a link right in the oh, live chat. Thank, thank you, you, music guy. Thank you. Okay, cool. Um, can we uh, clap for the next news? No. I'm no. sorry. We don't have a lot of clappy news this week. Okay. I'm not going to uh, lie. Next news. Next news. Next news. Indian Muslim man beaten to death. Hate crime alleged. On December 14th, Rahul Khan, a 22-year-old Muslim from Husanganbad village in Haryana's Palwal district succumbed to his injuries after being assaulted. On the day of the incident, Rahul went to a wedding ceremony with his friends. He was accused by his friends of stealing a phone and, beating, and, and was beaten severely, leading to his eventual death. The next day, his family was told that Rahul had been killed in a hit-and-run collision. The post-mortem report, however, clearly showed that the cause of death was assault. Soon, Khan's family was made aware of footage of their son being beaten. In the viral video that led to the arrest of all three suspects, one of the men allegedly repeated, I am a Hindu, as Khan was being attacked. That was enough for Khan's family to declare Rahul Khan's murder a hate crime. For now, the police considered this incident as an act of vigilantism, with Faith having nothing to do with the murder. Wait. <clears throat> So the video recording was from what? From so this man went with his yep. friends to a wedding. And I'll just give it in chronologically. So then the next day, his family says, is informed that he died in a hit and run collision. Got like, that oh. part. And then. No, I however, got that part. No, I no that I got. I got that. Uh, we already. That was clear enough. But with the video recording, was there, was there a camera? Like, how was there a recording of this? 
So there were three people who have been arrested for assaulting him. One of the one of these three suspects was one of the people that was filming it. And the other people, while they oh. were beating him, they kept on saying, like, I'm a Hindu, I'm a Hindu, you're a Muslim. They yeah. they just they just said and they released it themselves? They released the recording themselves? Presumably. I can't believe I don't this. know how else the video would get so, out. So you're saying like and okay, you're saying that this is the most obvious case of a hate crime in the god on the goddamn planet. We have video of somebody dying and the people that were being recorded just shouted out loud that I'm a Hindu, you're a Muslim, and there was a beating happening. Like, and then and people are still not clear whether or not this was a hate crime. Yeah. Because okay. apparently they, they allege that he stole a phone and then they decided to beat him over this. However, there are there are other people who are um very skeptical of that. They're saying, I don't think it was, they 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 say that this whole phone stealing thing was being framed, that that's not actually what happened. I just I just can't believe like they just like and they recorded themselves and they also published them themselves like i don't want okay we don't know if anything for certain here it just seems like it's too up it's too obvious too obvious like look at this like katie is saying i mean it is possible that faith had nothing to do with it but with everything going on it is unlikely in, in my opinion but then she goes and saying oh wait they said they are hindus it was faith-based like yeah you think <laughs> oh my like why would they record their own crime and also admit to this being a bad religion while recording it? This makes no sense. I don't, I don't know. Sense. And no, so in it, they're saying like, I'm a Hindu and they don't, they don't call him a Muslim. They're saying you're a mullah, oh. you're a mullah, which is in India, like a derogatory way to call someone a Muslim. Mm -hmm. It's, mm -hmm. it's not like mm -hmm. how we talk about mullahs in Iran, you know, it's not quite the same. You know how you know how some people made jokes about like jihadis in you know Europe uh, shouting Allah Akbar before they commit a hate crime, and then and then some people are saying like we don't yet know if this is a hate crime. Uh, oh uh, my if this god! Has yeah, to delusional do, leftists. Or, yeah, uh, or if this has anything to do with Islam, even though like the guy just shouted Allah Akbar before he did that, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 is this yeah. like one of those cases that these people are saying I'm Hindu, you're Mullah, and then they beat him to death, and people are like, we don't know if this is a hate crime yet. Like, is this one of those examples? It sure seems like it. Mm. There are allegations that it was over property and not something else. Uh, but yeah, the fact that they tried to cover it up by saying, oh, it was a hit and run yada yada and then the video got out to the family and then the family is like oh my god like you know um that that's when the family decided to get involved and file charges against them but the police are denying that that was the motivation how how are they denying that this is the motivation when you have video like do they like is this video accessible well, like actually the video that forced the police to make arrests and now they're like okay we're gonna investigate blah 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 Mm. Mm. So now the now the video is being investigated. Mm. But like, yeah, do these people not care about going to like? They, are they so proud of like being anti-Muslim that they lose all care from potentially going to jail? Like, they're 
like just just blatant admission i mean we were talking about earlier the first news we talked about was people making genocidal calls saying oh if if like 100 people can take out 2 million muslims like we only need this many to get rid of everyone like Yes, they literally say like we will die for this. Like we and I don't I don't know for a fact that the people who did murder this man were, you know, into Hindutva ideology, but I can say without a shadow of a doubt that this is a sentiment that is openly voiced. Clearly. I think yeah, I, I think they dream to have India become like Pakistan where could they get, where they could just attack the police station. If they don't abide by their standards, you know how like how Pakistanis have their way. So like, like oh, they just like attack the police station when they have a blasphemer and they just take justice into their hand. That's the future of India that these people want. Uh, read what Katie is saying. Katie is saying there are Hindutva mobs known to take pride in beating up Muslims and recording themselves doing so. Of course, I mean we see this all the time. We see it so much that we can't even cover all of it. Um. Wait, you're highlighting an old comment. What's interesting is that the Hindustan Times was reporting that his, the victim's sister says that she thinks that this is actually, she thinks, well, one, it said, alleged that the, all the suspects were like severely drunk when this happened. So she was alleging that they are drug addicts and that they were trying to basically extort Rahul Khan into taking money from his father's retirement fund and giving it to them. So then saying they are the suspects are drug addicts and they were demanding money from my brother. Last month, my money, my brother gave them 2000 rupees and then they were demanding 5,000 more rupees. And so th there's this other angle where they're saying, Oh, this is actually basically what seems like a form of extortion. Um, I, Oh, uh, Ankit is saying this happens all the time. Videos are posted as a matter of pride by the perpetrators themselves. Unfortunately, yes. Um, Nobara is saying, quote, I'm Hindu, we're Hindu, you're Mullah, followed by murder, open shut case of a hate crime. Nothing else explains this. You know what's so interesting is that, um, you know, at least in the United States, like what I'm familiar with, a lot of cases of hate crimes, they don't actually contain people like blatantly saying slurs against people. Like it's not often that obvious. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's just so like bald-faced. It's wild. Liberal Bengali Hindu is saying after 2019, India has already become similar to Pakistan. Unfortunately, yes. And it's getting more and more that way. You're becoming what you hate the most. Yeah. Like... In a, in, a, in a rush to defeat our enemies, let's race towards becoming as shitty as they are, like as fast as possible. What's like, that yeah. quote that it's like, you know, when observing the void or when fighting the void, you should be cautious to not. Oh, it's Nietzsche. Is yeah, like, become the when you're fighting yourself. monsters. No, no yeah. yeah, like, um, yeah, when you stare into the abyss, be careful because the abyss could stare back. When you're fighting monsters, um, be be careful not to become a monster or yeah, something like that yourself. Um, yeah, yeah, we're gonna fight Pakistan 
by showing them that we could that we could become as bad as they are. <laughs> great strategy. Great strategy. Yeah. Good job. Let's see. What really winning on the world stage. By the way, with all being said, okay, I I still am hopeful for India. Okay. This is going to be because you know, like people are gonna think like I'm saying India's future is dark. India's future is so bright and I can see it. Okay. This is going to be short-term future for India. This is going to be really bad, okay? But the younger generation of India um, gives me so much hope for the future of India, okay? Um, the younger generation of India is more, more concerned with education, entrepreneurship, um, connections with the rest of the world, progress, better values. So once they get older and replace this, the older generation, things are going to make a difference. And also the economic potential that India has is going to eventually shift the focus away from this nonsense towards more earthly matters, which are a lot more peaceful, if you ask me. People think earthly means a bad thing, okay? But we've seen how your heavenly stuff, how how peaceful and how calming they are to say like so yeah we don't want we we rather people focus more on earthly stuff right but yeah i think like that economic development eventually is going to because when it when it comes to the power of the economy nothing nothing is more powerful than um shifting people's priority away from this nonsense more than a more than a strong economy so again eventually mm -hmm. i'm hoping that the bjp and goodfall rss and even every other hindu conservative uh, ideological nonsense is replaced with more you know earthly matters you know and i got I, a will. really yeah I, I got a really interesting message on instagram because i have a lot of indian followers on instagram and uh, link in the description, by the way, if you want to follow me or give me feedback. And um, they were, they were, they had a criticism of how we say that India is better than Pakistan in so many different ways. And they were saying that we only say that because we are basically either ignoring or distracted from the true or unaware of the true reality of caste atrocity. I thought that was a really interesting perspective. I mean, come on. India has not gotten even close to the levels of lunacy that Pakistan is dealing with. Like, yeah, caste system is horrible. It's widespread. But the level of... We don't have, you know, we don't have the death penalty for blasphemy in India. We have you know we still have a degree of secularism in india okay we don't have yeah, but, but like this is like not is even different comparable. than what's experienced by the population i know but it's still like it's just okay we could have that debate another time but i think it's not not even close yet and it's not going to get even close you, you're not going you know india is still to, to a huge degree secular and i know that secularism is being challenged I, and I know for from coming from a Canadian or an American perspective, it doesn't look secular at all. But from an Islamic country perspective, it is pretty secular, relatively secular. Yeah. Anyways, 
<laughs> you have your Canadian brain and then you also have your Iranian brain. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. Like, oh. yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Like, okay, like, okay, so here's the thing. Relat India is better, way better relative to Iran, okay? And Iran is better relative to Pakistan. So you can be sure that India is better relative to Pakistan. You know. Anyways, um, can we... Okay, let's move on. Can we clap for the next news? Um, yes, just because uh, no one died. Okay, good. No one died. Next news. <laughs> next news. Indian government blocks 20 YouTube channels for anti-India propaganda. On December 20th, the Indian government announced that 20 YouTube channels have been blocked for spreading fake news. The YouTube channels, as well as two websites, are blocked because they have been identified as part of a disinformation network based in Pakistan. The goals of these channels is reportedly to spread fake news relating to sensitive topics such as Kashmir, the Indian military, minority communities in India, and other topics uh, such as this. One of the biggest fears that the government had with these outlets is that they might undermine the Indian democratic system. Information broadcast the, the information and broadcasting minister uh, Anurang Thakur, no Thonkar, tweeted, "Quote: We have taken strict action against cross-border activities aimed to spread unrest in India by way of spreading fake news and propaganda." So, I, you know who actually told me about this? Hara Sultan sent me oh, a message, wow. and he was like, "Susanna, check this out." He's like, I wonder how much longer we're going to be up on YouTube. I was like, I, do, I, feel, I don't know. I feel insulted. India banned 20 YouTube channels and we're not on the list. Like, what do we have to do? What do we have to do for us to be on this list? Um, so wait, 20 YouTube channels and websites. So like, the, does the 20 include only the YouTube channels or? No, so 20 YouTube channels and, uh, and then two websites, two websites for a total of 22 blockings, I believe. Okay, our website is blocked. So how come we're not on this list? I feel like I need to be included. <laughs> well, like because we didn't out. make it into this latest press release, I guess. <laughs> mm, I feel left out. Um, well, what's interesting is that they, they are saying that these specific websites and YouTube channels are part of a specific Pakistani-based network. And unfortunately for our Hindutva haters, we are not part of a Pakistani-based <laughs> disinformation network. So we were not included. So we need to be connected to the ISI. I don't know. ISI. I don't, <laughs> I don't even make that talk. joke. I fucking hate the ISI. <laughs> yeah, we're connected to the Musad. So, uh, <laughs> so I don't know. In our hearts. I don't know if ISI would take us given that we already have connections to Musad. Um, so <laughs> no, but <You're> stupid. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so how does this work? Is this like YouTube? Because you can't block channels on YouTube unless you're blocking the entire. Like, there's like, does YouTube work with India to make this happen? That's actually a good point. That's not that wasn't something that was made clear in the research I was doing on this, because, you know, 
Um, in Pakistan, like YouTube does have its own URL for it's like YouTube.pk so that Pakistan can further regulate it more than other countries, right? I don't think that's the case in India. So it would be a lot more difficult to do these blockings across um, the in in Indian market. Because like, if it was part of the URL that the channel was always embedded in the video URL, like that would be a lot easier, but it's not. Well, I mean, this would be very important information to have, like was if YouTube was involved in helping India for to ch to block these channels or not. Like we want to know if YouTube is giving in to India's demands. This is very important. This is I think this is the most important part of this news that we need to figure out. I didn't see any thing mm -hmm. clarifying that issue, even from like, you know, um, liberal or left leaning um, uh, networks in India or uh, man, where are my words today? News websites. Guys, you guys, you guys can't keep guessing how a oh company's policy is going to be like based on their religion, the CEO's religion or nationality. Like how simplistic do you guys have to be about trying to guess an entire policy of a company? You, you really think like people keep saying that about Twitter as well. Like, Oh, now Twitter CEO is Indian. So this is going to help. This is going to change their policy. Like, but then they mind... realize that because they say that because they think that he's pro BJP and then they realize that he's a Muslim. So then they think that he like, it has like some sort of leftist Islamist like um, amalgamation agenda. It's like, well, which is it? Like pick your bigotry. <laughs> okay. You can't say I was trolling. If you do not add like a, a tears of joy emoji or a tongues out emoji, how could, how could like, given that this channel gets so many moronic comments, you cannot expect your trolling to be recognized as trolling if you do not put like an emoji, like you think like, oh, how could you not tell that this was a trolling behavior? Have you seen the comments that we get on this live chat? Okay. So if you want to troll and be recognized as being trolling, you have to like put the proper emojis. Um, okay. So <laughs> <laughs> Armin makes a demand for emojis. What yes, I thought I was interesting emojis. was I was actually trying to look into what was blocked because obviously it's not blocked for me and so well one it, there was a language barrier so it's a little bit hard for me to really differentiate like what it, are these like legitimate blocks are they actually spreading fake news like what's going on and actually a lot of these um websites were spreading fake news so one of them was that um like erdogan had um issued all these like mercenaries to go fight in Kashmir like others was that I think something like Biden put sanctions on India over like anti-Christian attacks like all this so, like stuff that's like patently not true and so it's really interesting for me to consider like how should the state act in situations like this you know, like, should they straight up block these things? Because in the U.S., obviously, we've had a huge issue with disinformation and our elections. But and we have are so far away from figuring out any form of solution into it. But a lot of it has come down to just bringing these companies before congressional hearings to get them to try to get their shit together. And that hasn't worked too well. But I don't know. Well, how do you think a country should respond to something like this? Like what exactly? 
Like if there is actually legitimate fake news that's being disseminated that could have actual implications on your democratic processes. Because from their press release or what the government is saying about this, that is their Mm -hmm. motive. You know, we're automatically skeptical of the the Modi government being censorial. But in general, how would you deal with that issue? You know, I'm trying to think of this a little more objectively than just, oh, Modi government bad. Um, I would just do, I I mean, I, I might be wrong about this, but I think the solution would be to put out a counter narrative and just like clarify, fact checked, you know what I mean? Just put out the information, your own information out there and just show why the, why this information is wrong. I don't think there's like, I mean, the problem is that when you give you know, I, I, I can understand why social media platforms will need community standards and have reasons to remove stuff themselves. But when government gets involved, I think the the standards of, I don't think the government should get involved in removing content, even if it's like, oh my God, this is going to threaten this and this and that. I think like more thing, the democratic process would be more threatened if the government has the authority to decide what people get to see and not to see, and what they don't get to see. Do you know what I mean? Um, so, yeah. So, like, oh, this is this is gonna threaten the democratic process. Oh, yeah, sure. Let's now put the government in the position of deciding what's a threat and what's not a threat and what people get to see. Great. Now you're the now now you're now this has become uh, you have achieved. The threat in damaging the democracy. It's not a threat anymore. You have you have arrived. The damage has been done to the democratic process. Um, I don't think the government should have that authority. That's what I think. Um, again, I'm not against uh, all form of censorship. I think like if you have a private platform, some level of community standard makes sense, right? Um, but government shouldn't be in charge of that. Um, does that make sense? Yeah, it's it's a really um, it's a really difficult topic. I don't even know if there is any good answer. Yeah, I'm open to changing my mind about this. Um, I have a question: Can these YouTube channels be accessed with VPN? I don't see why not. Can somebody confirm to us that these channels are accessible with VPN or not? Um, have there any ch- so so for us to get for atheist republic to get on this list the only way right now is because here okay here's an example okay so given that the bgp is saying these are you know pakistani supported youtube channels and it's a threat to the, the democratic process or whatever right in india okay mm-hmm. but now that we, the government has shown that it's capable of doing that and it's legitimate for, for it to do that at some point you don't have to be connected to pakistan for you to be a threat, like they get to define clearly not, th- yeah. They they get to define what's a threat to the democratic process, right? And at some point, we're going to be considered a threat to the democratic process. Armin, we and already our channels, have been. Our our websites I know, were but blocked officially. on the basis of sixty nine A, and one mm. of the reasons for the secret blocking order of sixty nine A is because they are deemed a security threat to India's sovereignty. How was that any different than a democratic election integrity? That's sovereignty, integrity. These are both about the construction of the security of the nation. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if that's what you're looking for, we already made it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> 
This is why, and you know what I'm going to say, okay? This is why I can't wait for Web 3.0. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, okay. I'm not going to go on a rant. I know you guys don't. Like <laughs> this is so funny. Mogambo is saying, hey, man, why do you want to get blocked? I just found this channel only yesterday. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Well, Mogambo, okay. um, I hope you stay. Uh, please like this video and subscribe. And if yeah. we do get blocked, please Hi. subscribe to our newsletter. Link is in the description because um, the Indian government is straight up after us. So yes. um, if you subscribe to our newsletter, no one can take no one can take you from us. Okay, we will always be able to tell you where you can find us next. Yes, um, yes. Guys, this is very important. Thank you, Susanna, for reminding everybody. Make sure you're subscribed to our newsletter. Nobody can take that away from us. Okay, we own the list. Like, we, like, it's uh, nobody can take that. Okay. And wherever we are, you will find us. We will send you the where are we're uploading our videos next if you're just subscribed to our newsletter. Okay. So make sure you're there. Thank you, Ghost Bunny. She's sending a link. Um, and we have gifts. We we come with gifts in our newsletter. So when you subscribe, you'll be like, I just subscribed just to be able to stay connected to Armin and Susanna giving me like giving me their takes on the news. I didn't know they're gonna give me all these free gifts just because I'm in the newsletter. You're gonna be like, ah, what a, oh my god, this is amazing. This pleasant surprise. And some of the some of our some of our gifts are like books. But some of them are sexy, okay? You're gonna be like, you're gonna, yeah, never mind. I was gonna say a joke, you might get canceled if I say, um, all right, so subscribe to okay. our newsletter so no one can take you from us. No one can take you from us. We, we I'll don't just always be right here with my heart. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, can we? I think that Hold might on. motivate more people to join the newsletter if they just imagine that they're just held right, right here next to my chest. <laughs> okay. <laughs> She's like, you're right here. I'll keep you safe. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm trying to stop myself from making, um, like, I have so many things I want to say that are not appropriate, and I'm just, I'm just like, I'm just resisting. You know, it's just like I know I'm not supposed to. So just, Vein yeah. popping out of the forehead. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you're right, guys. We should get a we should get sponsored by NordVPN. We use NordVPN, um, and people are saying like VPNs don't work. Like guys, we're not we're not sponsored by NordVPN, but when I use NordVPN, um, I get I get to access YouTube, no no problem, and I think you guys should use NordVPN. Like I'm recommending NordVPN without actually being, without us being sponsored by it. We should get. I like, could apply for should, a, a, the affiliate program. We already have the affiliate thing through the thing that we we should we should, okay through the same system that we got the Wondrium affiliate. Companies use that system. It might be a separate platform no but nordvpn is part of it so we should oh we my should, god <laughs> so we should just use the same system to get the link like why are we guys we, forget that we recommended nordvpn okay <laughs> don't get it. <laughs> give, give it give us a few yeah give us next week okay like no it's NordVPN not that quick is, don't promise it's that. not that good don't it's not that good next week is going to be maybe we're going to change our opinions about it right now it's not that good 
don't get it by next week when we have an affiliate link maybe our opinions about it will change then maybe then you get it then wait until we get the affiliate link okay all right there you go um <laughs> okay okay uh oh wait is the next news seek again yes this is what i was talking about earlier I probably okay, okay. should that should have had them one after the other. Oh, we can't clap for this one either. No. Okay. Um, next news. Next news. Second mob lynching in one week for sacrilege of Sikh holy sites. On December 18th, a man in the Kapurthala district was lynched by a mob for supposedly disrespecting the niece. Nisan, no, Nishan Sahib, or the Sikh flag by locals. Um, Harkam, Harkam, oh my goodness, Harkamal Preet Singh, a police officer at the scene, explained that the man tried to steal the flag. The angry mob overpowered the officers who were apprehending the suspect and beat him to death. A few hours prior to this incident, a man was beaten to death by a crowd for attempting to steal a ceremonial sword that was placed next to the Sikh holy book at the temp Golden Temple at uh, Amritsar. Sacrilege cases are historically not given as much attention compared to other crimes in the region, which some say motivates the mob justice. Uh, Jarnal Singh uh, Dorga, Dogra, a uh, guru, oh my goodness, Gujwara, there we go, a Gujwara official, said to NDTV, quote, this was an unfortunate event. Such incidents uh, are happening repeatedly. So what's interesting is, so just to clarify, in terms of these two different lynchings that happened over um, Sikh blasphemy over the past week, um, sometimes the, the timeline of when they happened are reported differently, but in general, um, it's reported that these happened either within 24 hours of each other or um, within two days of each other. It was like, boom, boom, right after another. And um, what was really interesting, yeah, Katie's saying both cases happened over the weekend, not even an entire week. Yeah, it was like one after another. Um, there's been a huge backlash over these types of events. So there was a um, public official. Let me look up exactly what his um, title is. Um, but there was, oh, he's a the Punjab Congress chief, Navjot Singh Sindhu, demanded public executions for those found guilty of sacrilege. So he's saying he, he, declared that people should be publicly hanged for sacrilege. What's happening with, is this like a recent trend or was this always there? And we didn't like, why is this picking up faster than before? Like, is there like, is there a mood change or something within the Sikh community? Like how is this happening so fast? I back think there back. is rising tensions. Partially, it does have to do with the elections happening in the area. I think that's part of it. Hmm. 
so it's, I want to read part of his quote. He's saying, if any inc incidents of sacrilege takes place, be it of the Quran, the Bhagavad Gita, or the Guru Granth Sahib, the culprits should be publicly hanged, should be given the maximum punishment under the Constitution because such incidents hurt our sentiments. Anyone oh. can make a mistake, but not. But this is not a mistake. This is a conspiracy to weaken and finish the society. So when I was doing research on this, I found it really interesting that there were a number of Sikh leaders talking about how these incidents of sacrilege are a deep-rooted conspiracy, to use their quotations. So they feel like this is actually a conspiracy to target them specifically, attack them specifically. Secular radio is saying, mm -hmm. God damn, bro. Fines, totally. Fines, totally. Jail, sure. Public executions? F like, it, man. Not Calm fine, down. not sure. Like, none of this. Guys, this is for feelings that we're talking about here. Okay, so, guys, never forget that when, when people make fun of, you know, far leftist, wokistani people for being sensitive, okay, and snowflakes and butthurt over everything, okay? Never forget that the OG sensitive snowflakes are right-leaning religious people, okay? Because as bad as, you know, Wokistanis are when it comes to like, oh, my feelings, my feelings, somebody save my feelings. They, I don't recall them being so hurt that think that it justifies execution. <laughs> okay? I don't recall them ever thinking like my feelings are so precious that you hurting them requires, well, justifies execution. Like I've never seen any group of people take their feelings as so seriously as much as religious people do. Like... Is that not fair to say? No, it's so true. When I was reading this news, I literally exclaimed out loud. And like the person I was with was like, what, what's going on? I, I was just so like pissed and outraged. I was like, of course, to make it so clear, so obvious that this is literally about your feelings being hurt. I'm like, I feel like this is so specific to religion. Are, are there other ideologies that justify this simply on the basis of your sentiments or feelings being hurt? Like, I can't think of it. I don't think, I don't think there are, to my, that's coming to mind, political ideologies that operate on this way. There's like weird cults, but I would put that also in the realm of superstition dogma that, you know, is neighbors with religion. It's so specific. Read what yes, this Hakim person is, is what Hakim. who is saying? Hakim. Hakim is Hakim saying. Hakim Valazi. Okay, I don't know if I read that right. <laughs> My feelings are more important than your existence. Yeah, and that's the message yeah. here. That's the message. Um, Katie is saying, I thought they are. I thought they already think you are connected to the ISI. Oh, no, this was from the last Oh, no, that's what, sorry, sorry, sorry. Rudresh is saying this movement was given power during farmers' protest. Is that true? We don't know if that's true. I I don't know if I completely agree with that. I feel Seeks like... Seeks definitely got a heightened profile. Mm -hmm. 
I don't know if this is a conspiracy or if it's true, so I'm not going to comment on it because some people might suggest that the farmers' uh, protest might try. Some people are trying to delegitimize the farmers' protest by connecting it to the Sikh. You know, I don't know. Or so we don't the Khalistani separatist movement. Um, Katie is saying, oh, I love this comment. If the, if the society is finished by sacrilege, I think such a society should be finished. Boom. Nailed it. Oh my, that, that should be printed and framed and hang, hung on a wall. Put that on I a t-shirt. Put it on a t-shirt. Yeah, exactly. Fantastic. Um, Nobara is saying Sikhs are all, were always intolerant of criticism. They seem to slow down in between but now had a sprung back to life i don't think we should say Sikhs okay because that's like generalizing say many generalizing all Sikhs. i'm pretty sure there are many Sikhs out there that would condemn this so let's not overgeneralize an entire group of people so be guys it's very like this might seem like i'm being picky but it's very important it's it very important for us not to use generalizing language and group an entire I, you know what? Actually, it's pretty safe to say that the vast majority of the Sikhs on the, in the world will completely condemn this. Okay, so we could see this as a problem. We could see it as a trend. We could see it as a problem that you know that needs to be addressed, and also blame it on Sikhism and religion. Okay, but it's very important not to condemn an entire group of people, and also to address that you know just like most Muslims are better than Islam. Most Hindus are better than Hinduism. More, most Christians are better than Christianity. I'm pretty sure that most Sikhs are also better than this. Okay, and most Sikhs will look at this and will be horrified and will say that they condemn this. Okay, so don't say Sikhs. It's very important that you we use the proper language here. Um, Katie is saying my sentiments are hurt that there are people getting lynched for alleged blasphemy. Gonna hang all promoters of blasphemy laws now. Good point. And you know, this comment really gets to the fact that religious sentiments are privileged above others. Boldly so, right? Like, the offense over other things isn't given the same level of gravitas. I also wanted to read this other quote, because um, there, there, I was actually the first leader to condemn these lynchings. Saying days after sacrilege incidents in Punjab, former Chief Minister Captain Amarinder Singh on Tuesday said that there is quote no justification for mob lynching and it is condemnable. To question uh, to a question on lynchings in um, Amritsar and uh, Kapurthala, Captain Amarinder said that the accused should have been handed over to the police. Quote no civilized society can and should approve of such killings. So he he was the first prominent um leader to actually speak out against this seeing there's no justification for mob lynching none whatsoever and it is condemnable Wait, what, what politician is this um he was a former chief minister okay so, but like why is this like uh is this the standard that we have that we are like congratulating a politician where there's like mob lynching bad and we're like Hey, like, is that how how far back we have gone that we're like impressed by politicians saying mob lynching bad? It 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 caught the attention of news. He was the first person to actually be condemn this. How long when you take? said that the vast majority of Sikhs would 
like speak out against this. I don't know if it, you you could say vast majority because the temperature that I'm getting lately is that this is par for the course, particularly in Punjab. Come, like, Maybe I mean, the diaspora I, would be different. Uh, okay, you have to let me believe in the human race. Like, <laughs> I know, I, right? I, I cannot accept that. The, the human mind like okay so i don't have access to any polls so i don't know okay yeah but, it's something i want to research a lot more yeah but i cannot i cannot even comprehend the possibility of in the vast majority of people thinking like oh yeah yes he deserved like he deserved this like that would you know I mean, I, I what are you just talking like, about, Armin? We cover issues in Pakistan all the time, and that's the temperature there. Yeah, well, Pakistan has people. Well, I mean, even in no, actually, that's okay. Pakistan is the worst example on the planet right now. Okay, like when it comes to mob mentality, like it's True. not just the government, it's the people. Okay, but even in Pakistan, right, the Islamic movements that are doing this mob justice stuff. They don't represent the majority of Pakistan. They're no. just the most. Yeah, I, I, see, no, I, you're right. I, you're I, right. You're right. You're right. Okay, so even in the worst country, right, most people there are not part of the uh, group that goes and gets um, these like violent justice. Like they don't. They condemn that, and in fact, they shock. Like most Pakistanis are, when they see this, are shocked about where their country is he heading. Right? Mm -hmm. uh, they do not justify this. But it's just more, it's more like these, is that these radical Islamic groups, they're just the most, the loudest ones and the most willing to come out and the most willing to take risk and the most willing to sacrifice their own lives for, for their beliefs. But they're not the majority, okay? I mean, they, they, like, the TLP has never been, the fact that they never managed to get, like, whenever they had part, took part in elections, they never got majority vote, not even close, right? Not even close. So it shows to me that even in Pakistan, when the TLP doesn't get a majority vote, like that shows to me that most people are better than these radical groups, even the people that are supposed to be subscribing to the ideology, right? Um, yes. No, I yeah. was wrong, and I apologize. I well, uh, am not afraid to say I stand corrected. So thank you. Well, that's impressive. No, yeah. Let's let's get into it. I'm. I'll accept that. Um, uh, let me know if you name want has find... an interesting comment. He's saying, yeah, "Whoops!" In a, in an honor based society, vengeance is an acceptable way to get justice. I think that's very true, and this is something I still grapple to understand because I wasn't raised in an honor based society. Well, here, here let me actually um, ex part of honor based society is an unreliable justice system. You know what I mean? Like, hmm. you tend to get honor-based societies because you need another framework for justice when you can't rely on a, a framework that the government is providing. You know what I mean? So you can't just be blaming... I mean, you can blame society, but you can't just blame the society. You could also blame uh, the lack of alternatives. Because people will, you know, 
find alternatives if you don't provide them something strong to rely on for justice, right? Um, uh, Nachiket Patel is saying, for your understanding, recent polls show Sikhs in Punjab are more radical than Muslims in Pakistan. Well, I would like what kind of poll? Where? Because I'm actually interested in learning about this. Yeah, kind but of that thing. doesn't still doesn't answer my question when it comes to uh, whether a majority of um, Sikhs would like do something like this or not. Look no, at this, no, look at this comment. Like, look at this. Armin and Susanna don't know about Sikhs extremism yet. Hello, hello, hey, hey, hey. Probably because they are less in population. We're just we we just did so many streams right now about Sikhs. Okay, we have a history of talking about Sikhs. We do we have discussed the Sikhs so, so many times on our channel. Like maybe maybe we should say beep boop don't know much about Armin and Susanna. LOL. Probably because. Your beep boop is either an idiot or speaks before before actually tr trying to before watching the rest of our streams or before actually doing a, even a little bit of research before speaking out. Okay, maybe because beep boop just comments without actually checking whether what they're saying is true or not. Maybe that's why. LOL. Okay, so there's that. Um, Isn't the largest or either the largest or the most deadly? Um, violent extremist attack in Canada's history like yes. a, a Sikh separatist yes yeah so like <laughs> so so we know that people like oh we don't know about radical Sikh, Sikhs oh by the way something about Sikhs uh, which is kind of interesting like they keep telling us that oh we have a we we keep carrying a dagger because we're peaceful um and like it's a symbol of peacefulness being peaceful like why is it a symbol of being peaceful it's like because you're never supposed to take it out unless you draw blood uh like so the fact that you're not supposed to take it out unless you draw blood that makes it a symbol of peace because that means that you you just don't you know unshield your sword or dagger or whatever like unless you really mean it i like that doesn't seem that doesn't sound peaceful at all that i'm not too comforted <laughs> by that man <laughs> i'm not i'm not getting no, i'm not getting peaceful vibes you don't pull it out unless you're you're intending to inflict serious damage so you're like, <laughs> oh wait a second <laughs> i like i like how is that peaceful it's like no, no, you're not listening, Armin. We it's only peaceful. draw to kill. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're not listening. The reason why it's peaceful, it means that we don't just like, it, we just, we don't, it's unlikely for us to just pull out our sword, okay? Because we are like very selective for when we pull out our sword. I'm like, okay, okay, just stay away from me. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't like, <laughs> like people who are yeah anyways. okay i'm gonna ban some people who are like putting some weird urls in our live chat um okay can we oh here let, let's read this one while i pick up bring the next redrush is saying seeks to public service and don't convert so they generally have a positive attitude among people so this is like the public image that they get right mm -hmm. but then this stuff goes down which is why i highlight it because a lot of people say oh if i was going to convert to any religion it'd be like sikhism or to be sick and i'm like mm, there's there's some there's some wild stuff that happens like it's not all um 
every religion has a PR front, okay, and which is needed. I mean, if a, if a, if a religion was purely evil, it would just eradicate within one generation. You need a you you can't last without a good PR front, right? So, yeah. Uh, mm, so yeah, Sikhism has public service and they give out free food and they're often very delicious, okay? And very good. Oh my God, I'm getting hungry. Um, but- Wait, now I am hungry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, they're pretty fattening. So maybe it's not a public, it's a public disservice because it's fattening up people. <laughs> it's it's not good. Taking people away from the true light of Arminism, which is to make the world <laughs> yeah. lean. It's it's actually it's it's increasing the cost of healthcare. That's what it's doing. Okay, so <laughs> no, okay, so um, no. What was I saying? But okay, but Christianity also has, you know, how many Christian charities there are, right? You know how many the world. Charities, I say Christian charities. Uh, they are pre they are they are like they are called charities, but they are actually PR fronts for Christian the Christian brand. Okay, and also Islam has zakat. It's like it's one of the five pillars of Islam. Is like charity is one of the five pillars of Islam, right? So if you think Sikhism is like should be like oh Sikhism is okay, it's not like Islam or Christianity. Look, they give out free food. They have public service. Well, if that's your excuse for Sikhism, then Islam is good, Christianity is good, Hinduism is good, all religions are, are good because they all have that. They all have that. So you can't use that as an excuse. What? What? Are you, what? <laughs> You're still laughing about the public hazard situation? No, because Ghost Bunny is saying Susie snorts. So cute. <laughs> oh. I do snort when I laugh. It's, yeah, it is. It is cute. All right, all right. <laughs> I'm gonna give another. No. Okay, okay. Can we um, clap for the next news? Wait, wait. One more, one more comment. This is interesting. Um, Nobara is seeing Sikhs like every other group out there have their ups and downs. Till the 1990s, Punjabi Hindu families used to donate their eldest sons to Gudwaras to be raised as Sikhs. Yeah, this is why we don't uh, we, we don't collectively judge an entire group of people. Okay, this is why we don't judge Muslims, we don't judge Christians, we don't judge Hindus, we don't judge Sikhs because there are many good Muslims and bad Muslims, good Christians and bad Christians, good Hindus and bad Hindus, good Sikhs and bad Sikhs, good atheists and bad atheists. Okay, you can't collectively judge an entire group of people. Okay, there are even individuals who used to be good and now they're bad. Or used to be bad, and now they're good. Like even you can't even judge an, an one individual, okay? Like entire individual, okay? So, what makes you think you could judge an entire group of people? But that's why we judge religions, okay? And it's easy, guys. It's so easy to judge religions. We have like the easiest job in the on the whole planet. You know why? Because they're all moronic. They're all based on nonsense. They're all based <laughs> on faith. Okay, we don't judge people, we judge religions, and we don't really need that much to go to, to justify ourselves because they're all based on magic, they're all based on lala and woo and mysticism and revelation. Okay, all that's all you need. 
That's all you need to be like, okay, this is this is nonsense. This is pathetic. This is weak. This is lame. This needs, this needs to be eradicated. We need to move on. We need to progress. Let's let go of this, all this like woo fuckery. Come on, guys. Like we need to progress to the next to the next to, to the 21st century. Please let us let us move on. Okay. It's easier to judge religions than people. Okay. People are complicated. Religions are just a bunch of nonsensical texts that make no sense at all. Okay. I mean, they make sense if you look at it from a historical perspective and they're interesting, but from like a metaphysical or like claims about the universe or nature, they are absolute garbage nonsense. It's so obvious that they're garbage nonsense. Okay. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> okay. Um, Darker say I can judge just fine. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um <laughs> be modern already. <laughs> yes, exactly. Be modern already. That should be my tagline. Be modern already. Modern. No, it should already. be. I'm just trying to transcend my human form. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Can we clap to... for the next news? Yes. Can we clap for the next news? Next news. Next news. Teacher who harassed non-religious students loses court appeal. On December 16th, American atheists announced their success in a lawsuit on behalf of Mary Lee Oliver, a non-religious high school student in Houston, Texas. The lawsuit was filed against Marie's teacher, Benji Arnold, who retaliated against her for sitting out from reciting the Pledge of Allegiance. The Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals refused to grant Benji qualified immunity in June. He then petitioned for a new hearing. On December 15th, by a vote of 10 to 7, the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals um, rejected his request. Jeffrey T. Blackwell, American Atheist Lit Litigation Council, said, quote, this is an important victory for non-religious Americans and all Americans. He added, the classroom is not a pulpit. It is a place of education, not indoctrination. No student should be punished for exercising her First Amendment rights. Mary's civil rights lawyer, Randall, Randall uh, Kalinen, Kalinen, said, quote, a student's right to peaceful freedom of expression does not end at the schoolhouse steps. Wow, what a major victory. This is great. Yeah, so what happened was the student objected to reciting, well, the student not only objected to reciting under God, but did not feel that liberty and justice to all, you know, as within the Pledge of Allegiance, applied to all citizens, specifically citizens of color. And this was fascinating. So I was actually reading through um, the decision from the court about this and it was really interesting because the um judge who wrote the um statement um that summarized the belief of the majority you know who ruled in, in this way um he from reading his writings you can tell he's an extremely anti-woke person but he was completely against this teacher trying to force his more conservative opinions onto these students, even though by the way that he writes and what he is citing, you can tell he is very much against um, wokeism. Like it's, it's, it's reflected constantly in his writings on this judgment. Like what? Um, um, Wait, who is, 
Uh huh. Can you be? Uh, and so, so wait, who's the, who's the anti-black person we're referring to? The judge who wrote okay. the the majority the, okay. opinion on this case. Okay, okay. Saying okay. it's a sad fact of modern life in America that the culture wars are no longer limited to skirmishes between elected officials on Capitol Hill or in our state capitals. They are increasingly fought by students and parents in the classrooms and before school boards across America. This is one such example. Viewing the evidence in light of most recent uh, and most favorable to the plaintiff, as we must at this stage, a public school teacher punished a student for refusing to embrace certain views on America, religion, and race. There are countless examples nationwide. Some teachers require to view students and others differently because of their race, notwithstanding our nation's commitment to racial equality and colorblindness. See Christopher F. Rufo. Woke Elementary, a Cooper, uh, uh, can't talk. Cooper Element, Cupertino Elementary School forces third graders to deconstruct their racial identities, then rank themselves according to their power and privilege. And critical race theory collides with the law. Can a school require students to confess their privilege in class? So those are two things he's citing. Others forbid students from using biological pronouns and other terms that invalidate a person's gender identity, notwithstanding the widely held view that biological pronouns invalidate no one but are dictated by science, faith, grammar, or tradition. Um, some, some teachers force students to express views deeply offensive to their faith. And still others compel students to endorse certain political positions. As is this case, these stories are allegations. It should go without saying that forcing a public school student to embrace political, certain particular political views serves no legitimate pedagogical, I always have such a hard time with this, pedagogical, <laughs> pedagogy, no, ped, yeah, whatever, we know what I'm talking about, <laughs> pedagogical, I think I got it, god damn it. <laughs> it's okay, it's okay. It's, it's a such twister. a hard one. It's um, a tongue twister. No, I want to re I want to review what some of this teacher said to this student because it was so wild. Um, wait, let me find some of this. Um, he was basically um, trying. He was like he was like very anti-communist. Okay, so this is um, Arnold is the name of the teacher, and Oliver is the name of the student. Yet Arnold informed Oliver in front of the entire class that he would give her a grade of zero on the assignment for her refusal to participate in this. What's more, Arnold went on and delivered extended remarks that confirmed his agenda were not pedagogical, but personal. As he told the class, you can all have different beliefs and resentment and animosity that you want. But, quote, if you can tell me two countries you'd rather go to, I will pay your way there if they're communists or socialists. Most of Europe is socialist and it's crumbling or it's communists. But if you ever want to come back, you have to pay me twice of what it cost me to send you there. What? <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, um... You know, and then also, Wait, quote, he, says, you, he says most of Europe is communist. He's saying that most of Europe is socialist and crumbling. And that if you if what you, want, you, if you think a communist about? country is better, he will pay your way there. But if you want to come back, you have to pay him back twofold. Which countries in Europe is he thinking that he's? I don't know. This is some teacher in Texas. I mean, first of all, most countries like many countries in Europe are doing better than the United mm -hmm. States. And they're capitalists. They just have 
better social safety nets. Do these people think social safety nets means communism? Like these people really so. actually, these people think social safety nets means communism. Amazing. Or socialism at the very least. And, and their teachers and yes. their teaching. Amazing. <laughs> wait, goes when he's saying, wait, can this dude get me to Denmark? <laughs> <laughs> Blank name is, yes, send me to Norway. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, okay. And uh, so this is another quote from this teacher. You know, there's a lot of things I complain about. So when it comes time in November, I go vote. I protest in writing and legal. Those are the ways we do it in America. Where a where a country will crumble is when people coming to a country do not assimilate to that country. That doesn't mean you forget Day of the Dead, whatever cultures you maintain your language. That doesn't mean that. But you're not going to drive on the left side of the road. You're not going to impose Sharia law because it's not this country. But what is happening, and I can say a lot more than you because I've lived longer, it's almost as if America is assimilating to those countries. This is the teacher saying all of this. Yes. Amazing. Well, I'm glad the judge showed him that you, your views are not American values. Like, as you keep lecturing people about American way of life and American values, apparently you don't represent them <laughs> because the American legal system has shown you that you're you're wrong, mister. You're actually, it's, it's actually the most American thing is for people to be able to complain and be able to tell you to shut the fuck up. <laughs> and, I, you know, I love this comment like, from Secular Rarity. Whoa, whoa, did this giant guy equate Sharia law and driving on the left side of the road? <laughs> I mean, technically, I mean, what I mean, which one is worse? I think, like, driving, <laughs> on, I think driving on the left side of the road is worse. Um, <laughs> Shari, what does what Sharia law got to do with any of this, by the way? Because he's saying, like, people come to this country, or he's projecting that people come to this country and expect to implement Sharia law here. That's what I got from that statement. What we are actually more worried about is people who are already living in this country and expecting to implement Christian values and law. That is the threat to United States at the moment. We'll, yeah. we'll start worrying about Sharia law in the United States when it becomes as big of a threat as it is in like Iran or Saudi Arabia. Right now, yeah. what's, what's a threat to the American way of life is Christianity okay? That's the that that thing has its tentacles right up, you know, up the United booty. States ass, yeah. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Pause. <laughs> like no, like, it's like I really high up there. Um, yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, um, no, no what's really interesting is at the heart of this lawsuit was this teacher had this assignment to the students where they were supposed to basically write um, the lyrics to um, the, 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 they were supposed to write out the Pledge of Allegiance. And then they were all supposed to, they were supposed to write out the lyrics to the song Born in the USA by Bruce Springsteen. And the whole point was supposed to teach children about um, his, about how we repeat things every day. We recite things all the time, but we don't actually retain or imbue their meaning. Um, and it's really interesting. I mean, I'm not going to go into it much further here, but the actual judgment by um, the, the the circuit judges denying him 
this level of appeals was basically like he even admits that it's more about it's not about the memorization it's not it's in the way that he went about trying to defend himself it's very clear that this was a personal agenda to him because he wanted the children to memorize or write down the lyrics to born in the usa by bruce springsteen because he's saying it's actually one of the most like anti-american songs that there is it's a song that's very critical of the u.s but people just sing it because they like the chorus which i'm not going to sing because of youtube um but so the fact that this student didn't want to participate in this project because she had issues with what is said you know it fits with the assignment actually but he was going to like make her do it even though he she was going along with like being critical of just this like recitation without actually um mm. being thinking through the meaning and what's being said and imbued yeah teachers shouldn't be able to get get to force students to do certain things like well that's not true armin you have to be able to force students to do some things you have to force them to sit still you have to force them to eat lunch what age well these were high school students yeah no you shouldn't be able to get them to force them to do anything you're talking about if you can't make students do certain things they are going to disrupt the learning environment of everyone else around them you have to make kids do certain things it's also about maintaining standards okay i will we'll discuss this another time um but like getting them to sing something like this should be like people should be able to say like i don't want to sing that um so um i just want to address this the unknown apostate is saying yes but christian law is isn't as dangerous as sharia law uh technically yes effectively no effectively given that christian values i would say is affecting the world superpower uh, policies um, and laws and you know especially foreign policy and climate change and everything like that then in effect even if it's a religion that is less political because it's eff- is affecting the most powerful country on the planet the effect on the planet will be a lot more I don't know if I'm making it clear what I'm trying to say or not. Okay. So Christianity is in effect, even though it's like technically not as dangerous as Islam, but in effect is causing the most harm in the world because of its influence being felt so much more globally and, and in such more extreme levels than any other religion possibly could. So for example, we would it would be much a much bigger disaster if the world superpower was like an Islamic country. That would be really horrible. But right now, as it is, the world superpower is Christian. So Christianity is responsible for the greatest harm on the planet as we speak. Um, that's just like I mean, just the mere impact. Just like just two examples will just cover all of the harm that you could think of, right? Just the impact that Christians have over electing people that don't take climate change seriously in the United States, the impacts of that is going to be more, the damage from that is going to be more from than all the terrorist attacks combined will not cause more harm uh, than neglecting climate change, right? So there's that. And also electing politicians who t- um, take foreign policy decisions based on 
Jerusalem being where Jesus is supposed to resurrect and, you know, this, the destruction of Alaska Max, a mosque and reconstructing the temple being the goal of these Christian in of these Christians and them having such a high voting power that affecting international politics to such extreme ways okay is also damaging to the whole planet beyond um even the most radical of islamic groups again it's not i know inherently islam is a more destructive religion but it doesn't have that that level of access to power as christianity has so in effect christianity is causing more harm all right so i'm going to See if you find any objections to what I just said while I go get the next news. Um, mm. No, just uh, people agreeing with you. People? Really? No. Well, liberal Bengali Hindu is saying Christianity and medieval Europe is worse than the Islamic world at that time. Wait, let me see. Christianity and medieval Europe is worse than the Islamic world at that time. Yes, yeah, but we're talking we're talking about it right now. We're talking about it right now. Even even right now, like if you look at case by case basis, Islamic harm looks worse than Christian harm. But if you look at aggregate harm, then Christianity because of its influence on on, on American politics, the aggregate harm of Christianity right now is worse in the world uh, than Islam or than any other religion. Um, what are, what are these weird URLs people put there? Like, are they expecting somebody to like, I'm, I should, I should ban every single one of these, right? Like, yeah, are no, these just like, that's, it's spam. Okay. I'm just going to keep blocking these things. Um, okay, cool. Should I, uh, clap? Wait, let me see if, yes, I, we I can clap for the next some news. Backlash. Okay. Next news. Next news, USA announces $5 million reward for info on the murder of atheist writer. On December 20th, the U.S. Department of State's Diplomatic Security Service, with its Rewards for Justice Office, offered a $5 million reward for information on the terrorist attack and murder of Avijit Roy. Roy was a naturalized U.S. citizen originally from Bangladesh. He was an engineer by profession and founded the blog uh, Mukto Mona, or translation, Free Mind, in 2000 to promote secular and humanist writings in Bangladesh. He was murdered on February 26, 2015, in an, at an annual book affair in Dhaka. Roy and his wife were attacked by a group of people armed with machetes, leaving Roy dead and his wife severely injured. The person who led the attack, former Army Major Syed uh, Zio Haq, is still on the run. Another fugitive involved in the murder is Akram Hussein. Four others were charged and sentenced to death, with one sentenced to life in prison. More information about the reward can be found at uh, rewardsforjustice.net. Wow. I'm so glad they're taking this so seriously. Yeah. I think people um, forget that he was, you know, a U.S. citizen. Um, usually they just refer to him as Bangladeshi. I mean, he was Bangladeshi, um, but it's it's cool to. Um, well, I mean. What? It's not it's not cool that you have to be. I mean, I'm glad that American like 
this shows the value of an American citizenship. Well, that's this basically shows, what I was saying. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, it's this, cool, this but it's shows, unfortunate. Is is I mean, I wish like other countries took protection of their citizens this seriously. You know what I mean? Like, no, no, I, I haven't seen any examples like of any country going so, so above and beyond making in protecting their citizens the way United States does, right? Some countries even like Iran, for example, uh, take, adva take advantage of the fact that they care less about their citizens than other countries. Like, mm -hmm. for example, when, when you have dual citizenship of United States and Iran, then Iran will just, like, take you hostage because they don't care about their, the fact that you're an Iranian citizen, but they know that United States cares about the fact that you're an American citizen. So mm -hmm. they rely on the fact that they don't care about you and that America does care about you to use you as a way to as a as a piece as a negotiating piece in in trying to get money from United States or like some um, advantage over United States. But this is the level of care that United States has for its citizens, which is so good to see. But it's unfortunate that you have to be an American citizen for you to get for your for your life to matter this much, right? So it's, I think it's I don't know yeah. as much as we say that like we have to. Um, acknowledge how badly the u.s failed in protecting u.s citizens in Af afghanistan like very recently like that was a major blight on the history and that claim that we normally make and i'm not even like right. gonna get into how we failed our allies there right because that's a whole separate that, that was like, yeah that separate. was that was not by design though that was negligence to me doesn't matter no it does matter it does matter because um i'm not excusing it what matters is that you could see what the goals, because if it's something was on purpose or not on purpose, it shows the direction that the country is trying to take and what's what what the goals are at least. Like mm -hmm. I'm not saying it should be I'm not saying negligence should be excused, but I'm saying that if you try if you see if something was by design or by negligence, you could at least see what the aims of a country is. That does yes. matter. That that should be part of the calculation. Oh, I don't know. I, that whole situation pisses me off. But that's not the topic yeah. of this conversation. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, so, but Shuvo was bringing up two very good points. Shuvo was saying, why so late? It took them this long? And this is a question that I had as well. Like, why six years later? Why six years later? That doesn't make any sense to me. Like, what, what was going on behind the scenes to make this happen six years later. And I haven't been able to find like any good information about the motivation of why now. Shuvo is also maybe, saying if Avijit was born in the States, would it take this long for such a decision to take place? Basically saying if he was born in the U S instead of being born in Bangladesh and then becoming a U.S. citizen, would it have taken this long? I have a guess. I don't know if this is true, but maybe the reason why they're now doing this, is maybe because their this is when their investigation hit hit a brick wall. Mm. Maybe that's the reason. Maybe they were trying to figure it out, and like now they got to a point where they are where they realize that they're not going to get anything else, and that's when they that's when they put out rewards when they when they are when it's very clear to them that they're not going to get any further themselves. Maybe that's mm -hmm. why. Yeah, it's really. Um... It's, I don't know, I appreciate that, you know, our country is 
my country is um, taking this incident so seriously. I wish something was done sooner. And maybe the delay was partially because I know that his killers were the ones that have been tried, were sentenced to death, like within the past year, past year and a half. So maybe to some extent they were waiting for things to run their course in Bangladesh to see how things would go. But part of the issue with the trial that um, was the, that was underwent for um, his murderers is that um, the organizer, one of the organizers known as Major Zia, um, were tried in absentia, meaning they weren't actually part of the trial. They were tried while missing. They've never been ascertained. Um, so that's obviously a huge failure in the proceedings that happened in Bangladesh. But I do find it interesting that Bangladesh itself sentenced the murderers to death. Yeah, Bangladesh government is at least uh, says that correct. That, that being said, we do not support the death penalty in any case, so I have to um, make sure we say that. Um, yeah, but, but when people say, like, why wasn't this done earlier? It's not like they just, this is the solution to everything at all times. It's not like every time a crime happens, people are like, oh, here's a reward for info on the murder. Like, they usually, like, like other ways are tried first before rewards are handed out. Like, that's why you don't hear a, a reward for, you know, info on murderers like for every all the time like that's why you see it that's why it's, they're so rare because i don't think that it's a it's very so that might explain the delay i, I right? think you're on to something it is often a line of last offense yeah yeah um i hope it, it, it results in something and if it doesn't result in anything i hope the fact that this reward is out there makes the person who's responsible for this murder live the rest of his life in stress um that's what True. i hope for yeah so um no, the feds are coming after you no yeah but i also like that i don't like the messaging i don't like to think about the fact that people feel like next time we go after a blasphemer let's make sure they're not american i like, think about mm. how unfortunate yeah no, like, that's very true. That's really unfortunate. Yeah. I want to, um, I actually want to make an effort to go read some of his writings. Like, go, go find what he wrote and, and popularize, you know, what he unintentionally gave his life for. I think that's important. Particularly because I have taken an interest in South Asian atheists recently. Okay. Um, I'm seeing the. Is there anything in the live chat you want to highlight before I ask you about what whether or not we can share um, this next slide? No. Okay, so is this next thing safe to share? What do you mean? Okay, there's not going to be anything. Um, I don't know what we're about to show, but everything is safe for YouTube, right? Have you not watched? I've sent this to you before. Okay, I have, must have not seen it. Sorry, I missed it. No, you did. You did see it because you responded to me. No, I responded to you making a comment, but I didn't see a video. All right, let's let's watch it together. Okay. Okay. Uh, can we clap? Yes. Next news.
Next news, Atheist Republic members help man living on the street in India. So, one thing I love about Atheist Republic is that sometimes I accidentally find out uh, what our members are doing. Just because I, I just hear about it on accident. Because our, our community is so large that um, sometimes, you know, these things don't even come to my attention at the time. But I recently discovered this really sweet video um, of uh, some of our members in, um, let me, what's the name of it? Oh yeah, Sealy Gurdy in West Bengal, um, helping this guy who was living on the street. And I thought it was really sweet. Wait, do you want to play it? Yes, I, did. I wasn't going to play it while you were talking because it's going to... Oh, there's uh, no sound. Oh, it has no, there's no sound. Okay. So this is Atheist Republic India? Yes. You know, mm. I went to our different consulates in India and I was posting about it and I was trying to I was trying to track down these guys and talk to them about it, but I haven't been able to find them yet. So if there's anyone who's um a member of our consulates in um well particularly northeast India and happen uh, mm. to know who these guys are, I would love I would love to talk to them. Um because I haven't been able to find them yet. And I wanted to talk to them about like when this happened and um, what motivated them to do this. So in this video, and apparently the script in the corner um, in Bengali, it Aww. says youth. So I don't know why it says youth, like what the relevance is to that. But if anyone is wondering what that um, text says, that's what that means. And um, yeah, so they just like come across this guy on the street and they help cut his hair and they shave his beard and they shave his face and then they wash off his body and um, they like give him some new clothes to help cover himself. And you can kind of see on his right leg, he has this giant bandage around his um, his calf. And then they help replace the bandages on his leg because um, it's severely broken. Um, it's just like bent in a way that um, it's just a, a leg is not supposed to bend. Um, so after they wash him off and get him some new clothes, they help uh, take him to uh, the hospital. It's amazing how people could just be forgotten like that. Um, and, you know, like. Videos like this could inspire more people because, you know, like when you see a video like this and you get like a warm, fuzzy feeling, it gives you some hope for humanity. Mm. Also, like we need like because there's a lot a lot of content out there that just makes us hate the world, hate humanity. Um, so sometimes we need like we need to like cleanse our mind and our eyes with something to feel like to not give up right and also to be encouraged not to just be a consumer of stuff like this because like like this doesn't take much to do something like this you know what i mean mm -hmm. um so yeah, they're just like four what, or five guys and i don't yeah, know i, I mean, don't know they why can, they just decided to go help this dude yeah i mean if they can do it why can't like you do it like you know what i mean like why can't anybody's watching like there's nothing stopping you from doing something like this right so i think it should be used as like an inspiration to be like yeah i can i can do something like that like i could be i could make 
I could change like just something something so, so simple like this could make me like this is could be the best event in some person's life. You could save somebody from even if you can't fix the entire world, you could fix this person's world, right? You know what I mean? Like you could be like, oh, it doesn't. Oh my God! Do you see his leg? Jesus Christ! It was completely. Oh crooked. yeah. Oh yeah. Like this person probably hasn't been loved or cared for like this for ever. And guys, like if you think like, why would we like if you think like, why would you want to record this and you know, congratulate yourself like this? You, we need this. We need stuff like this to be inspired by, and also to <laughs> to not give up on humanity, and mm -hmm. also to to also see what's possible, and to also see what little it takes for us to be able to be helpful. And again, like a lot of people are discouraged to help because how much crap is out there. Like I want to like re-emphasize this one more time, right? Mm. Because you see what you do compared to how much evil out is out there. It seems so insignificant that it seems like it's worthless to do anything because you see, like before I did something helpful and after I did something helpful, the world's level of good evil didn't change that much. So you think like the world is still a shitty place. So why would I do anything like this? But you have to change your perspective for that one person that you, you know, helped, that person's world you were a significant person per part of that person's world right so just look at from that person's perspective yeah from the perspective of the universe you're insignificant but from that individual's perspective you were everything mm -hmm. yeah i think um like i also wanted to highlight this because you know, so many people firmly believe that the basis of charity is religion and that's all in or that good acts are only good if they're done in the name of God, which is one of the most like offensive sentiments I've ever heard. It pisses me off so much. And you don't have to go do good charitable acts because you were told to that you were commanded to, um, you know, you can do good acts because you see pain in the world and you want to do what you can to alleviate it. Um, I also, um, you know, wanted to encourage people to join our consulates um, that we have. So if you guys are interested in finding atheists in your community, you can go to atheistrepublic.com slash consulates. In fact, let me get um, a link to post in the live chat. And... Yeah, um, you know, help, you can find people that you can go, you know, organize and do this kind of stuff with yourself. Um, and if you, we would love to highlight your work if you like to do some kinds of things like this or other charitable things as well. Um, like this was, this wasn't even posted by them. This was posted. Look how like atheist is being used in a non-taboo way, way here. Like this page is like, it's just like a, humanist global charity and it's just like video of atheist republic india washing is like you know I, yeah another effect of like recording stuff like this is like it helps like fight the taboo of atheism as well so there's it's an, another side effect of that um like w w 
you're trying to find these people and talk to them? Is that what yeah. you're trying to do? Because I haven't been able to find them yet in our different consulates. And I dug through the consulates that are closest to, the, to this area to try to find wow. maybe someone who posted it there. And I couldn't find it. So I'm still trying to find these guys. Like, okay, guys, we have consulates um, in, like, Susanna put the link here. And also, if you just search on Google for Atheist Republic consulates, if you are in India, make sure you use a VPN. Um, maybe by next week, not this week, get NordVPN. <laughs> um, ju just, no, I'm kidding. Just get, uh, just use any VPN and just search for Atheist Republic consulates. Because I, for people who don't know, we've been banned in by some ISPs in India. So that's why I'm saying use a VPN. And then fi find your local consulate, and there are other people there that maybe you could like organize something in your city um, to do something like this with. Be oh, just be careful, be mindful of whatever uh, risks, health-wise, you know, with the whole disease that is going around, um, and also legal or like, yeah, you know, just you know, we're not. You are more aware of local issues than we are, like, so be mindful of that. Um, we, what I also wanted to yeah. say was, um, wow, it just it, it slipped through my mind. Oh yeah. So if, if you do want to join our consulates, we do have, I think between 14 and 18 different local groups in India, but we did take them down from the, um, main page on our website because our admins and our members were being targeted by Hindu nationalists. So if you do oh. want to join our in-person community in India, um, please email me at Susanna, which is spelled S-U-S-A-N-N-A at atheistrepublic.com. And um, because we have to have um, a little bit more security for those consulates, we can't have them um, as public anymore. And then for people who are wondering what that blue text said, um, earlier I said that it said youth, and but I didn't know the context, and Katie is helping me with that context. So Katie is saying it says youth to show that Indian youth has a bright future. In India, when Post says something like youth or younger gens with something good being done, it usually means that. That's so See? sweet. I love that. This is what I'm telling you. This is what every time we have bad news about India, I sometimes, like not every time, but often I try to remind people that I'm actually very optimistic with all the bad news that comes out of India. I am not very optimistic about the short-term future of India, but very optimistic about the long-term future of India. And I always mention the youth and the way that they think and how much more progressive they are relative to the older generation. And you cannot be... Like if you look at the youth in India and also the level of entrepreneurship and, you know, the interest in education and the interest in being connected to the rest of the world, when you see that there's no way you cannot be hopeful about the future of, of India, you know, so don't let like just because me and Susanna keep highlighting bad news about India, I, I don't want you guys to come and think like India's future is dark. OK, uh, I don't want people to come out of atheist republic with that impression we highlight the bad news because we want to make sure that important like you know people being harmed doesn't get go unnoticed but we just because we highlight the bad news we don't want to make be responsible for people like losing hope or not having n giving up on india okay so we don't mm -hmm. want to be responsible for that so we do have to often remind people that the youth gives uh, comes with a lot of brings a lot of hope to india so that's it's good that 
this is something that is being highlighted. But go on. I think you made a really good point. Like we do, especially in South Asia recently, we do cover a lot of bad news that comes out of that region. But that's because we are motivated to raise awareness about what people go through in that in those places. Like obviously it just is reflected in the way of what things are covered or how often they're covered or how seriously they're taken that um, for lack of a better term, like human life just seems to cost less there, you know, or people treat it like it costs less and we want to change mm -hmm. that. And so we change that by trying to highlight, you know, these issues and talk about it more. Um, you know, you bring, know it, bring it to a different audience who wouldn't normally know about these things. Right. But we do have to balance that with beautiful things. Yes. You know, one way to make human life, um, well, you know, people take human life, the value of human life more seriously. One way, you know what? Are you going to say support Atheist Republic? No. Oh, I don't know. Do, what? This. It's going to yes. be like this. Yes. <laughs> this, is, this is how you remind people about how precious human life is mm -hmm. okay by taking by taking the ex every experience seriously all right um i have some co start comments do you want to oh highlight them um let's look through these um well we already covered most of them um but oh, rudresh okay, okay. is saying just... i have hope with young I have hope with young as young people want to eradicate caste system more than the previous generations. Yes. Here's yes. hoping to that. I'll, yes. I'll, I'll raise a glass to that. Um, and Nobara is saying, good job, Atheist Republic India. That's the way to go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you to those, to those people who did this. Um, yeah, I hope like we get to... I mean, if they don't want to dump, like, we're not going to pressure them, obviously. But if they do, if they're interested in coming and speaking to us, that would be great. Yeah, um, I'd really like to talk to them. You know, yeah. It also feels really good to do something like this. You got, if you try it, like, some people think, like, like, if you, if you ever try something, like, being, doing something like that, the you will get addicted to the rewards, the feeling that you get from it. So <laughs> just try it and see what you get, what it feels like. Anyways, do you want to... Um, oh, so can I write the same? This was a good extreme, y'all. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, thank you. Hey, guys, these positive feedbacks gives, like, are really encouraging for us because we get so much hate messages. <laughs> so you, when you guys tell us that we did a good job or that you enjoyed the stream, um or that you got any benefit out of it it really it, we need that motivation given all the hate that we get and also please make sure that you like the video because that helps us grow the channel yes maybe and subscribe day, and yeah. if um you know what we do uh and it's not just us we have a lot of people on our team if what we do brings you you know heightens the quality of your life consider supporting us on patreon and you can do that for as little as one dollar a month and we literally would not be able to do what we do without our patreon supporters because it does make a difference so um please consider contributing to our work there and i liked how shuva was saying hail satan hail baphomet 
-hmm. You know, I, I think I think that's a good way to end our two hundredth, two hundredth news. Yes. yes. What an accomplishment. Yes. yes. And thank I feel you like you deserve present. some claps, Armin. You you've been doing this from the beginning. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Well, you too. You I mean you have managed to get us to places where I never imagined us getting. Like so. Yeah, so thank you for that. Like yeah, we've been, never been this organized and this. <laughs> so thank you for that. Um, you literally saved us. Like we were going down. Like we were gonna completely evaporate if until you showed up. So thank you for that. Um, <laughs> no, thank you, Susan. Um, like, yeah, for example, I wouldn't even know that this is a 200. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, no idea. Uh, Ghost Funny saying, love the stream. We need a more comfy, cozy, and warm streams. We need to get um, Armin a sweater. He will patently um, reject that sweater. He doesn't even wear sleeves anymore. No, I'm very comfortable. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> you guys, okay, so here's one of the messages. So <laughs> Why do we have to end this on a hater note? Uh, it's funny. You I'll guys are right. still atheists. Uh, you guys are still atheists. How sad. Oh, it's cry. so sad to see people so lost that they think they're so right. Oh, okay, Sarah. The level of self-awareness is below zero. That's all I have to say to that. Um, what else? What else do we have? I just Go like cry for saying, us. 200, baby. 200 yeah okay all right all right guys thank you for the support thank you for the love make sure you like and also please 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 share our videos every single video that comes out please share them and recommend our stream to anybody you know tell them that this is the only channel that has good takes on everything <laughs> every other streaming channel has some good takes and some bad takes but this is the channel if you want to like be updated about global news, interesting global news, and make sure that every single take is 100% right with zero flaws, like almost as if it's divinely like inspired, right? Just like then subscribe to Atheist Republic. Just tell them like, yeah, they're like Atheist Republic mm -hmm. proves the existence of God. Because that's the only way that this channel could exist and be this this consistently accurate, okay? Because they must be get they must have a heavenly source of information and takes, okay? So recommend us, please, to all your all your loved ones, every single one of them, even the ones that are like don't don't watch YouTube, every, like your, go to your grandma, go to everybody, just tell them to subscribe to. Atheist Republic, okay? Threaten them if they don't. Oh, Armin, no, just... <laughs> you can't say that on YouTube. He was no, joking. Kidding. He didn't mean I, it. I, I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. All right. Like, bye. Bye, bye, guys. Like <laughs> <laughs> bye. 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 God damn. <laughs>